And welcome back to part two, guys. We dropped this on Thursday. This is part two of the uh, We're Really Drunk podcast. <laughs> it's Doug Burt Kreischer. I said Doug Burt. Doug Burt. Doug Burt and Kreischer Stanhope. And, uh, and it is... Yeah, I just got off the f- phone with my girlfriend who said, I, I, I found a ticket to go home. Derek will pick me up at the airport and check me into the Puff Unit, which is our mental institution of sorts. <laughs> really? And I go, honey, just, just sleep it off. You're yeah. fine. So Doug's going home to take care of Bingo. Mud in it. <laughs> and and we just right. got done eating dinner with my daughters. Yeah. This podcast started at 3 in the afternoon. I didn't say the bad thing. You did not. Oh, I'm so... Dude, can I tell you how fucking amazing you are with children? I hate kids. I really you're do. You're so good, though. You're so like me. Like, you just are honest. You're real. In a perfect mood, as we talked about. That zone between... You know, six and 12 drinks or Did something. Did you not really know the riddle, or were you playing? No, I, I couldn't understand the uh, formula of what they were saying. <laughs> like, I, I don't know who's on the boat at what time. It's, it's easy, Leanne. Did you see? I knew the fucking riddle. I told them the fucking riddle. <laughs> and did you see Leanne's shit and, all and, over? Well, no, she she started to answer it. Yeah, like he, an, but she's an adult. Yeah, but your kid went and spiraled out and <laughs> just started immediately crying. <laughs> This is so bad. <laughs> and the best is you were like, and that's what it feels like to step on a punchline. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst thing about having openers that are like, Andy, we would always battle over, okay, this is in the news, always something dark, mass killing. But Andy, he's going, to, he's going up first. He's going to get all the meat off of this bone. Oh. Whatever the topical thing. We were uh, watching History Channel all the presidents of the United States, like on a marathon, yeah. and like Van Buren or someone in a in a heated debate of uh, mudslinging, called the other one other candidate a puzzle wit. <laughs> He's nothing but a puzzle wit. And I looked at Andy, and he looked at me. I I know you're gonna fucking use that word tonight <laughs> before I have a chance, you motherfucker. It's a running joke with us. Puzzle wit. Great word. And uh, yeah, this podcast is for puzzle wits. Yeah, if you're a puzzle wit. By the way, you should be already drunk if you're listening to this podcast. And if you don't have stamps, motherfucker, it's too late. You They're don't out. Have stamps, man. You fucked. <laughs> you're a fucking fucked. stamp. It is now. Christ. It is now. What is it? Nine o'clock? It's 8, all, 8, 30, 8 15. You know what? I'll tell you what time it is where you live, listener. It's last call on stamps. <laughs> You don't have to go home, but you can't mail anything. You don't have stamps.com. <laughs> this has been the. Uh, this has been maybe my favorite podcast I've ever I done. I think it's my favorite podcast I've ever done. I, I will take a picture. Giving of my, or receiving. It ended with you having dinner with my family, which could not be been more under surreal. A beautiful May, spring, Los Angeles yeah. night under a, 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 a not a tent, an uh, umbrella, an umbrella like outside. A, like a, like a. Your wife apologized for the dry said, pork medallions, said, which are she, the most moist pork medallions I could ever hope to make. She said, "Do you think he didn't like my cooking?" I go, "No, Leanne, he loved it." I, go, I ate more than I ever eat ever. I, I said, don't. Eat. I go, he kept eating. She's like, "Yeah, I know, but I felt bad because like, like I don't cook with a lot of spice and flavor." I was like, "No, no, 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 no." I go, "He fucking loved it. He ate more than the girls did. He ate more than I did. He ate more than the kids." And she, I was kept. I felt bad because I was still eating after everyone's done. No, the it kids was are doing spit takes. The kid. Oh, we ended with the girls doing. Doug taught the girls how to do spit takes, and then we would tag it. And I wish to God I could fucking post the videos of you that can. we shot. We can't. I'll just bleep out the names. No, leave the name in. It's all me. 
You didn't say nothing. <laughs> what happened to the fire? Oh, oh it's I, right I here by me. Fire. Yeah. So All this right. is uh, the beginning of the second podcast, and uh, I and, uh, and it's already. I've, I'll say this again at the end, but it's been so fucking cool having you over, man. It's been such a great, like uh, very few podcasts you'll ever do in your entire life, and with dinner with your family. It was fantastic, and I, with a, a with a very solid game of mustard hands. I uh, mustard hands. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sure you've explained never, that on a podcast. Never. That's a little family. Tell them. It's a yeah. It's a kind of like uh, what's the where you stick the card on your head? Uh, Liars Indian dice. Po- or, Indian poker. Yeah, Indian lies. poker. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's and, racist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> liars poker. <laughs> yes, yeah, something like that. But yeah, you all put your hands under the table and you. Either squeeze mustard into your hands or don't, and then you pass the bottle to the next person. And the kids, both cheaters, yes, wicked cheaters. I was They're watching so looking. you. Wait, I was watching you, and then she says, "When, when, when you go, she goes. Can I change mine?" <laughs> yeah, she already either did or did not squeeze mustard into her hands. And then she goes, I want to change my bet. Like, oh, you're going to put mustard back in the bottle? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, cheating kid. Oh, they both fucking <laughs> cheated. They both cheated. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Hey, that's the podcast. Again, more stuff off the air. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, One enjoy. day we'll start the off the air podcast when we just want to burn all our oh. bridges. <laughs> oh, we should, you know what you should do? You know how they have uh, Snapchat? You know what Snapchat is? Mm. It's where you send pictures of your dick to people, but it's only up for their like five seconds. So you, as they get it, they go, that's his dick, and then it disappears forever. They should have podcast chat. As far chat. as you know. Podcast chat, where you can say it, and it's only out there for like five seconds, and it's gone. Oh, you mean, like back when uh, you could do that in conversation or on stage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no one was filming back then. Yeah. So wait, uh, anything to p- plug it up front? Anything? I'm going yeah, to no, do this podcast very different and just fucking very little intro podcast very little intro podcast yeah he's got a big I can't tour say enough about stamps <laughs> actually you know what go to the post office yeah you meet your neighbors yeah you, you interact why would you want a, a soulless machine at your house let's do anti-commercials you know okay. what why would you do stamps.com unless they're giving us a bounty to not say go to the post office yeah. It's a timeless American tradition. Guys, meet your post Stop, workers. wait a minute, stamps.com, no. <laughs> Stop, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. He's part of the community. Stop. You want wait him to go the way of the milkman? I don't think God. so. Go to the goddamn post office until Stamps.com gives us a goddamn check to stop besmirching their name. <laughs> fuck Tabasco and fuck Stamps.com. So, that's how this podcast will pretty much end. So, if you're wondering how we got here, this is the direction we took. Yeah, it all ends here. It all ends here. Enjoy the episode. Wait, what do you... Gotta plug something. Wait, hang on. What? Now we gotta... All right, that was the end of part two okay. of the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I'm still here. My girlfriend is a, in a, a spiraling out fucking mental uh, uh, traumatized situation. And I should really get the Uber and go home. But I'm having so much fun. We're having another cocktail. The girls are in reading. The table's almost the dog cleared. Is, just crushes my heart. She's the laying. Poor fucking dog with the bad hips that are never going to get better. The, it's the knees. That's the it's worst. The it's the knees and the ECLs. Can you put her on wheels? Oh, uh, they were just going to put her on, put her down. <laughs> 
But I would do that. Like, but I would. No. I would it's, have someone else do it. I'm she's a pussy. She's coming. She's turning the corner. Trust me when I say it's been much worse than this. She's turning the corner, and right now, what's holding her back is there's a pin that's holding her ACL together so oh. that it'll heal, and it hasn't popped yet. She's and once so it popped, Rogan. She's so- <laughs> with the ACLs. Yeah, she's uh, she's going into hyperbaric chamber next week. Oh, for fuck's sake! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and the dog in the bubble, and the boy with the baboon heart. So you're going to you're going to. Uh, I can't believe we're really still talking. <laughs> what else? It's what we do. Yeah. This has been. This you want to is... jump in an Uber? And <laughs> take this podcast take all the way back to West Hollywood. Let's take it into fucking the improv and see who's there. Start interviewing people. <laughs> you know, they'd all jump for the mic. Yeah, literally. Fucking just stage time. Stage I see time. stage time. Did I mentioned my Twitter, my Instagram. <sighs> all right, that was the end of part two. Two, yeah. To be continued. Let's. Uh, when are you back in LA? Let's let's find a time I, where we can meet up on the road. I'm, I'll tell you what. I'm I really, playing here in August, but I'm here in August. You know what I really want to do with you? Like genuinely, I want to do, and I want to do this with like it would be fun to do like a four person podcast, like me, you, Tate, and Rouse, or like me, you. Andy, or like, do a four-person podcast. I, or- well, Rouse, Rouse is good because Rouse knows how to just find his punch. Yeah, he's not jabbering. I, yeah. I, I think three is the maximum. Let's then do. You get into people talking over each other. Let's do me and Rouse, and let's do an. I want to do an odd we, we hour do three. podcast. We could do three. Uh, we could do four with Rouse as one of the three. You have to have someone who doesn't. Yeah. Let's do an odd hour drinking podcast. I want to go watch the sunrise somewhere and drink into the sunrise, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you must have said that because Twitter people have been saying, yeah, I is want it to be do- sunrise or sunset? We, we, well, we did the sunset. kind of thing going on. We were here in the middle of, middle of the afternoon. Yeah, I showed up early. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. Thank God you showed up early. The, uh, I stayed late to avoid traffic and enjoy a nice meal. I'm, I'm you know, the... I, I can't tell you how it's one of those moments. It's like what I said to you with Joey when Joey came over with his family, and you and and part of you because that's your 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 uh, condition to it. You want to take a picture and tweet it. You want to share yeah. it with people oh, because yeah. it's such a neat moment that anyone would lose their mind over. And with Joey coming over with his family and, we're, and the kids are laying in the front yard, and me and him sit at those those porch those Adirondacks out front, and our kids are playing, and you're just like, God damn it! But then it's also a real moment, you, yeah. and 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 it's so cool that you don't want to miss it. And I and I literally felt fuck, like such a whore, but I'm like, my kids are eating dinner with Stanhope, and we're all telling jokes, and I go, I gotta take a fucking picture. The, uh, when I won the San Francisco competition in '95. I came back and the Melrose Improv put congratulations Doug Stanhope SF Comedy Comp winner. Yeah, and it was a, a off night. Jerry Seinfeld comes in at the height of being Jerry Seinfeld, and he goes outside to make a cell phone call alone underneath the sign. And I had my camera, and I go, I don't want to be that guy, but to get Jerry Seinfeld underneath me on the marquee at that point in my career when I'm fucking zero nothing guy. Yeah. And I like I don't want to be that guy, and I, I should have fucking been that guy and taken that goddamn picture. I was told to not do it with Will Smith because of Barry Katz. He goes, "You don't want to take pictures with celebrities if you plan on being a celebrity." And I was like, "All right, I won't." And I I regret it so bad because I'd love to have a picture with him when I was young and I was skinny, you know. I, I'll tell you off the air because uh, some like braggadocia. 
But yeah, all right, all right. That's the podcast. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Doug's going home. He's going back to the to West Hollywood, and uh, and when and I'll I'll just keep in touch with you and find yeah. out when we can do this again. Yeah. This has been a fucking blast. I have I've not had more fun on a podcast. I fucking love you. This is the last week to pre-order my book, Life of the Party. So if you haven't, please get your copy at BertBertBert.com. Right. Yeah, now we're done shit-talking people. We go, hey, you know what? I don't like to say things bad about other comics. Hey, Boy. let's turn off the mic for a minute. And, yeah. oh, good goodness. We get that out of our system like a that fucking was animal. nice. It was nice. Almost like vomiting for ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah. exactly like that. <laughs> for the record, everyone that's, that's back listening after whatever advertisement I plugged for Doug's dates and my book. <laughs> yeah, I do have dates coming up. I don't even plug them on my own podcast. I always forget. Go really? to DougStandup.com. I'm doing a West Coast, California, Oregon, Seattle thing in June. I should probably post this. 2014. I should probably post this tonight. I don't, yeah, I don't know what you're um, What is it? Yeah, everyone's waiting for it. I'll do this in Amber Lyon, and I'll do Adam Aldegar next week. What dates do you have coming up so people can go see you? Uh, in June. It uh, starts in like Irvine and goes all the way to Seattle uh, and a lot of weird places. Oakland, only city that has a professional sports team, two that I've never played. Really? Yeah. Do you do you uh, stack your tour based around like maybe things you can do during the day? No, no, because we're driving. So we wake up hungover, drive hours to the next town. Thrift stores. Yeah. All we do is hit thrift stores. That's really? it. And sushi. We try to find sushi in thrift stores. How's sushi Don? By the way, oh, it's really good. There's a fucking breakfast place right down the street. I passed it. I go by the sign. You can tell it's four Q's or four. I don't know. It's like a. It's right on that street that you come down before you turn onto this to turn. Oh, up is it? This. Is it uh, four twenty? Yeah, four twenty. Yeah, four twenty. Right. Right. Oh, the best is it brand the muffins best in the world. Breakfast? You can tell by the sign. Oh, you can it's profile. the best. And it's so funny. It's one of the few moments you, you, I have with my children. Is like you know when, when someone wakes up early and I wake up early and I go let's mom sleep in and I'll take the girls to go eat. I'll go it's always smiley, walk. Smiley face, whipped cream pancakes, uh, and chocolate chips. I got the girls muffins. And I was like, I was like, are you guys done? They're like, yeah. I go, let's take these home. And they have this great butter, this like, this like honey cinnamon butter. And so I go, great. And so I said, can we get some extra butters? And she's like, sure. So I put butter all over all their muffins. Like I cover it, and I'm not even realizing what I'm doing. In Georgia, my oldest is staring at me, and I close it up, and I go, what? She goes, I guess that's not my muffin anymore. <laughs> and I'll never forget. I laughed so fucking hard, like it was an Intel one-liner. Just the way she delivered it, and I and to this day, I watch her go back to that well. If ever, if ever, I put butter on anything, I guess that's not mine. Like oh. My mother was like that. Really? She would get a laugh and then just pound it into the sand. Like, all right, Ma, you're kind of ruining the original laugh you got by, <laughs> you know, you can't tag it with the same punchline. <laughs> it's not yeah. how comedy works. So, okay, so You know how, if I were listening to this, I would be so fucking upset right now that we came back from a break where we said we're just shit-talking comics we hate, and now back to the podcast, hey, muffins and my kid. <laughs> Tell me the shit. It's look. I'll here's, tell you at the bar. Here's the truth: is that I, I remember I, where we were. You were going through a book. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You read a book one time, and I heard you talk about it. And I adversely had had a conversation with a senator at the exact same time who had read the exact same book. It was basically supporting what Jimmy the Greek had said. Yeah. What was the name of the book? Wait, hang on. No, but only, uh, and I don't say this because oh, that uh, Negroes 
were uh, are better athletes because at, in slavery they were bred. That's you didn't buy the fucking gangly kid. You bought the fucking athletic, and so they bred a fucking. It was it was a, a weird kind of eugenics. I heard I heard on the plane. I heard Ian Edwards, a black comic, defend on Rogan's podcast defending Jimmy the Greek. Yeah, well, it's it's fucking science. It's this is not an opinion, but it's so funny because because, um, I got I was in a I got into a conversation with a bunch of like actors, and I just heard this radio lab about Kenyan runners, and they were saying well that there's no it's no accident that the top ten guys that have run under three minutes and thirty seconds in a marathon. Or Kenyan. There's no accident that that's it. Yeah, because they have to chase down gazelles. Well, no, they were saying. If I could have said I, that I, with I, a I wish I had, face, I wish I had said. I wish I had remembered the fucking fact now, because this is what happens. Bill Burr, by the way, owns this as a bit, but like I, I hear half of something and then make up the other half. Like I don't have like the memory capacity where I go, this is exactly what I heard and this is how right. I heard it. But like it was something to the fact that, uh, oh, I know what it is when they at at. They deal with pain at a certain age, and that's why Kenyans. By the way, I'm saying Kenyans. It might not even be Kenyans. I don't even know who this. No, it is are. Kenyans. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Did you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, uh, not specifically. But they. I don't know. That, you haven't said it yet. They get their. They get their. They're like 14 or 15. They have to get circumcised. So what they do is they pierce the foreskin with a piece of wood, and then they cut it with a rock. And if and they put mud no, all I, over. I, then put, no, I don't know what you're talking they put about. Mud all over the guy's face, and if the guys, if any of the mud, cracks, which is racist, even for black people, black face is still racist. <laughs> I think it's white mud. I think it's white mud. And so, if the guy, even dog shit turns white eventually. <laughs> and so, if the mud cracks at all, at all. Then the guy is shamed, and he can't get a wife. So what happens to these kids is they become... And you learned this from a book I read? No. <laughs> I, but no, but I, by the way, was trying to paraphrase you in this party, and like ne- next thing you know, I just sound like Jimmy the Greek. I'm just at a party sounding like Jimmy the Greek going, guys, it's proven. It's proven. It's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> it was like... and There's I was old like, kids in the hall. I was... I, <laughs> I was like, I just, it spiraled, and then I'm like, and I, it was one of those things that I woke up the next morning, and I was like, God damn it, man, I gotta stop drinking. Oh. So I was so fucking drunk when I was trying to have this conversation, and then, uh, and then I listened to Ian Edwards, and he was like, someone said Jimmy the Greek, and Jimmy and Ian go, Edwards goes, by the way, I don't disagree with anything he said. And I go, what? Like, that's the first I've heard of that. And then Rogan's like, yeah, it's pretty mathematical. And then all I remember is I had heard you read it in a book, and a senator within the same week Say it to me, a senator that I was, and I was like, and he was talking about South Florida. <laughs> he was like, let me explain why the South, why the South Florida, like it was, but it was, uh, and I've been, and that's why you can't rent a car in Miami. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's why. But it was such a fascinating, such a fascinating topic. I think anything taboo like that, and then cut to me. Going I'm going to use that in my usual everyday nomenclature. Anytime I have a black person try not to laugh, I go, hey, uh, your mud cracked. I saw your mud crack. <laughs> You're trying not to laugh, but your mud cracked. Your mud cracked. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't hit me. Hit Bert Kreischer. <laughs> he, he's Johnny with the facts. <laughs> ah, your mud cracked. <laughs> ah, I got you. You're going to be shamed. Good luck getting a wife. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I told a story this weekend on stage about this fight I got into in high school with the black dude, and it's a little bit of a hacky bit now I look back at it. But it was a true story. 
And uh, those, those are the worst. We have a great true story, but it's a hackneyed bit. Yeah. Anything that involves airplanes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you go, I want to tell a story, but it's airplane jokes. Yeah. What's the... Go what's, ahead, sorry. No, 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 no. Fuck my bit. The only, my whole point was uh, there were black people in the audience and they didn't really enjoy it. And I was like, it's a, and I, in my head, I was like, it's a true story. Like, you can't, you can't take away my actual history because you may think it may sound insensitive. But that actually happened yeah. to me. Why can't, how, uh, that can't happen. And I get to, and they're, and they're standing there and they're telling me like, yeah, but you should maybe change it a little bit. And one of the fucking dudes that was there that night rolls up. Efren. He rolls up and he goes, I was there. Fuck you. Like, and I was like, oh, you can't see if I had lied about it, then he would have known I'm a liar. Like you can't. Yeah. It's you got to stay to the truth. Got to can't fudge the facts. You can't fudge the facts. And I think people respect ultimately. I used to hate that when I'd have to change a name because, all right, if I'm talking about this specific city and now this guy's a fucking fireman. Yeah. Well, everyone's going to know I'm talking about him and there's drug use going on. So now I have to change the name to Jimmy. Yeah. And yeah. then I, I hate lying that much. The fucking, I didn't actually cross the street in Calgary. I thought about crossing the street. Oh. And that fucking story keeps coming up. And I like, I'll just stay with, I crossed the street. I considered crossing the street. I considered, but it doesn't have the same but effect. I, I, I feel like a fucking fraud every time someone brings up that story. I don't know how that story ever caught fire. It's just it's just a... I never actually crossed the street, but I wanted to. It's so funny. It's so... What's the bit that you've, want, that you, that you've been working on? What? Prison for like uh, uh, at least 10 years. What do you mean? A, a, a strong bit about the prison system, and all I have is hate and anger. Really? The justice system, the prison system... If I had a, if I had one cause, I would throw money at it. Would be the Innocence Project, people you know, wrongly convicted that are you know, not even newsworthy. Fucking flight, who gives a fuck from Malaysia? While some guy just did twenty fucking years again this week, another guy get out after doing twenty years where a prosecutor just set him up, yeah, just to pad his resume. That's a fucking human being. Did you watch the thing on the kids from uh, Oklahoma? Oh, West Memphis. West Memphis. Yeah, that was it. Was it? No, Memphis? that's uh, that's uh, West Memphis. Uh, West Memphis, Arkansas. Oh, okay, Arkansas. Yeah. Did that fucking just send you? Yeah, no, there's a million of those documentaries. I watch them. I get fucking angry, and you go, okay. I think the only recourse is to kill people. I'm not smart enough. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how to yeah. run for office. I don't know how to become a warden. I just get a get a gun and a scope. <laughs> That's your default. Yeah. It's just in your head. Okay, I can at least fantasize about killing that fucking prosecutor who still says, well, uh, you know, this DNA, that's witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. There's, wait, wait, so wait, what's your process? This is so stupid. I'm sorry I'm asking you this. What's your process for working on a bit? You wait for that moment where you go, oh, now I see how this can work. And I've, Do you write I've that on stage? I've stabbed at that. Like, there's, there's bits I'm doing now that I did kind of in 2004 i know this part of it that's like bonus footage on deadbeat hero which no one's ever seen so yeah if one guy has seen it fuck it i'm trying i gotta get that bit right yeah like i and it, it, it it's the one thing that i've never done a strong bit about that makes me crazy to this day really uh, I, I had a bit in fact i i'll do it now because i uh, i say one day i did a bit about jury duty on Deadbeat Hero. Take jury duty. It's the easiest way you can make a difference as a single human being. Voting doesn't matter. 
one yep. out of 12 people, I have that much faith in humanity that one out of 12 people can get on a jury, and if it's any kind of fucking marijuana drug charge, victimless crime, just say not guilty. That's all you have to do is get on a jury and say not guilty. It's called jury nullification. And I did a bit about it. It just wasn't funny. So steal that fucking premise. Any comic out there, steal that fucking premise because it's really important that people know that it's that easy to make a difference. Is one guy saying not guilty and a lot of people go free. Just make it funnier than I did. My <laughs> bit wasn't that good. Really? It was not enough fist fucking in it or something. But yeah, please. What's your... What's your, what's your- it, it's a it's it's a, it's a problem I have with the Hicks thing where people go oh you know, these all these Bill Hicks wannabes in Austin what because that guy touched a premise no one else touched those premises are the ones that should be airline travel or dating and I have kids oh, now that's an interesting way to look yeah, at it fucking yeah. beat those topics to death till they're no longer relevant the fact that Lenny Bruce and Bill Hicks are still relevant is what's scary. Because those problems are still here and worse. So, yeah, beat those fucking topics That's to death. That's really fascinating because people have no problem telling you about a prank they pulled on their friends. And it's very similar to something someone else has done. Or, like, and like, like I remember when I had a kid, I worked with Louis C.K. No like, one says, uh, oh, dating material, you're a Richard Jenny wannabe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Did you know Richard Jenny? Nah, you, kind of. Yeah. Is, uh, I, uh, back when I uh, didn't know how I was going to end up. <laughs> yeah. When I was a young comic, uh, I was dating this girl that was a child star on a show called Head of the Class when I first moved to L.A. Oh, and he had done I've a pilot with her. I've heard of this. Uh, who was it? Christine Hodge. And I fucking he Googled done, her. Because I Googled her because I heard, I've heard you tell this or talk about it, write about I, it. I, she had done a pilot with Richard Jenny. So every time he'd see her at the improv, he's like, he was a fucking horn dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, if he was known for anything other than just being funny, yeah. like, uh, it was, he was trying to fuck everything in sight. And he would, she'd go, oh, and this is my boyfriend, Doug. He'd go, oh, yeah, hi. And he'd go right back to hitting yeah. on my girlfriend in front of me. Uh, and so I, I knew him from that. And then he introduced me uh, my, the first time I did Montreal, the Danger Zone or whatever dumb fucking show they had. Yeah. He goes, I don't know this guy. I've heard a lot about him. Good things. But uh, his Doug Stanhope. I go, you don't know me. You fucking hit on my girlfriend. That was my opening. You hit on my fucking girlfriend in front of me all the time. I met you like eight times. Uh, you don't know so me. Which so great to any comic in the room. But when, you go, when you're talking about Montreal, they're like, how are we going to develop that? <laughs> Point point being, yeah. that now I'm I don't remember anything. As guy, the Gainesville comic that I was just raving about his bit. I don't remember his name. Yeah, it's some kind of half Asian. <laughs> I don't know. I heard uh, it's not quite a Patel, but a little east of there. It's so funny. You've seen a bunch of guys copy styles of guys you kind of have kind of like ridden with. Like how many guys well, do you see copying Andy like- Andrus? I, and I say this as often as I can. If I'm repeating myself, but Andy Andrus gets a lot of shit. Oh, uh, he's trying to fucking. He's just trying to be like you. No, I'm. Me and Andy are buddies, and I'm probably more Andy Andrus in influence than he is influenced by me. I we've hung out for you know 15 years now, with best friends. So, yeah. but he's just not known. So people go, oh, fucking that guy's he try, he's trying to be you. No, I'm trying to be him. He's yeah. way funnier than me. What about uh, Hedberg? I think everyone look here. Let's uh, let me let me preface it this way. Instead of going like, "Hey, tell me about Hebberg," let me just say this: every <coughs> every comic. Uh, what am I? Let me let me restart all of this. Yeah, yeah. I 
have idolized the lifestyle, maybe, choices, the artistic choices, and the art that Hedberg put out. I yeah. never met, I met him one time, and, uh, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you this much, and you'll notice it very quickly, his fingernails were painted, and if you notice, I have no problem with to- painted toenails. So, oh. so that, was, that was for my daughters, but I don't have a problem with it, because I saw... What's that? Oh, no, I, I get mine painted all the time, but I get ingrown toenails so bad that I have to do kind of home surgery on them, mm. and it's hard to navigate when you can't see the whites, so I stop painting them. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm starting to swell up on the left side on this one. So, um, Hey, wait! <laughs> we're talking about painting your toenails. Tell us about the shit you were saying <laughs> off the air. So... <laughs> I should have, guys, I should have been an extra, like a $25 extra. I would have made a fucking million dollars just us talking shit. Um, let's do this. Instead of me saying, um, Hedberg, uh, instead, I'll just say Hedberg and just paint a picture, if you could, for everyone in your recollection of him, being around him, working with him. Hedberg is so hard to talk about because all the stories I have, you know this as a comedian. There's there's some stories that weren't that good but tell well, and then there's other stories that you did have to be there. So yeah. it, most of my uh, experience with Hedberg was when we were coming up. Yeah. Uh, as soon as we're both headliners, we never see each other. Yeah. Rarely. Uh, so it was all early, but he was. It was a. We did acid together one of the first times, like the first week we met. We did. And when you young and you trip really hard with someone, that's your fucking best friend for life. And most of the stories I would have about him, they just don't tell. It's a tripper. Like, yeah. Yeah. He just, his intellect was above anyone I knew. I always knew that I'm dumber than this guy. Really? This guy's like Rogan where you go, oh, you know a lot of shit. I don't feel dumber than you, though. Hedberg, I felt dumber than. Like, you're the goof. And yeah. he's got a smirk on his face because he knows you're a fucking opening act in life. <laughs> and he's a feature. <laughs> so then so then, let me ask, like, base questions. And you just, just, if, uh, just to help kind of form the figure of what I kind of look as elusively at. Was he concerned with the success of other comics? Uh, yes. Uh, really? W- w- I was surprised to find out. But if really? he talked to Shawcroft, his wife... Yeah, yeah. He, uh, to an extent, he had it more of an ego than you want to believe. He was, and he was more calculated in knowing that short jokes like this will sell. So he had really that side to him. Okay, but, but he was aware of it. But that wasn't his goal. Yeah, he's just that. It's like having business acumen. Is that a yeah, fucking yeah. big word? Yeah. Five drinks in? Yeah. <laughs> Acumen. I just threw it out there. Dimitri Martin was like that. He knew But, the but that was natural. He didn't... That wasn't... He just... He could do that. Yeah. He, I can throw a basketball. I just don't do that. But if I walk through your pickup game, I'm going to fucking land some half-court shots on my way to score heroin. <laughs> Did you ever see him do heroin? No, but uh, it, it was one of those things where you know... He would throw so much honesty into... Not necessarily his jokes or between his jokes, that uh, inability to stop almost a, 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 what do you, Tourette's. Like that joke just died. He would have to address the moment, which is what we had in common. Like I can't, 
I'll do the bit, but I'm going to have to talk about what's going on right now. I can't plow through. Wow, I think you guys don't like me. And then next joke. <laughs> I was I learned that, and I'm I learned that I learned that ability, and I don't I don't do it very well still, but I learned that that was okay to do, and it's something natural to me from Jim Norton. I watched him. Jim's very honest in yeah. the moment. If he doesn't like what. The reaction was, or it's it's about that room, and and that, and that is, in my opinion, that's why I could never do a fucking Letterman or anything because I couldn't not do yeah. four minutes without addressing. Television is the worst, where you have to look into the camera and you're playing to an imaginary couch, ignoring the audience. I can't ignore the fucking the Man Show, whatever. There's yeah. a live audience here. I have to. That's what I do. Yeah, I, I'm not. Anyway, Hedberg, uh, we were co-headlining at the Acme Comedy Club. You don't have headphones on, so every now and then I have to go, oh, is my microphone close enough? Usually Chaley's. No, it's perfect. It's perfect. I'm watching the levels. It's, yeah. Acme Comedy Club, and he did a bit that he was, you could tell he was riffing. We were working every night, so I know when he's riffing, and he said, do you ever have a, a, a good thing, and then someone makes it better where the, I'm fucking this up, but so was he. By the way, and that only makes it better that you're telling it, you go, I'm fucking this up. Like, but he was—he was. You could tell he's riffing, and then it's, it's like you used to like smoking pot, but then someone sprinkles some heroin in the pot, and pot ain't good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I like a- afterwards, and we were doing fucking crazy blow backstage. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one thing. That's the one thing I've always heard about Hedberg was that was that he would. I always thought like when 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 I was younger, it was like, oh yeah, everyone does coke. Which was, which was, you know, when I moved to New York, Coke was like the thing that we did. Like, I remember pulling out Coke at Jordan Rubin's house. Do you remember Jordan Rubin? You know Jordan I, Rubin? I, I, I immediately thought of the producer of the Beastie Boys, but that, by the way, he Rick looks, Rubin. You know, he looks just like, he looks like he'd be a Beastie Boy. You know what? Tell the story while I make a drink. So give yeah, me the long sure. version. So, uh, so, so, uh, we do, um, we do, we're at Jordan Rubin's house. In the, I talked about it with Simon Rex. By the way, we're at Jordan Rubin's house. Uh, there's a bunch of Florida State girls there, and they ask if there's a room we can get high in. Now, I went to Florida State. I knew what get high meant. It did not. You, you would never smoke weed in someone's bedroom. Like, that was disrespectful. You go outside to do it. So I said to Jordan, I was like, hey, you mind if we get high in your bedroom? And he's like, no, I have a problem. So he, we walk into the bedroom, and I automatically take the mirror off the wall. And Jordan walks in, and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, we're getting high. And he was like, whoa, 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 wait. Oh, my God, you're doing drugs. And I was like, yeah. And these, by the way, these girls are three slamming hot chicks. Fucking, I'll show you a picture of one of them because I can't tell you who she is, but slamming hot chicks. And uh, he's like, I didn't know you were doing coke. And I was like, yeah. And that's one of the reasons I never, re- and I'm not saying that any of the black comics that I hung out with all did coke. I'm just saying that one of the reasons I never really hung out with many of the white comics in New York is none of them did drugs. None of them drank. They were all sober. You go to the comedy cellar now and I, like, I'm, I feel like I just crashed an AA meeting with a cocktail. Yeah. I, I used to go down there and you'd have a few guys that were drinking. Adele yeah. would always be at the bar with a cranberry something. Sorry. I Again, I sidetracked your... Nope, story. nope. That was the end of the story. Uh, that, but, but the thing I heard, like about Hedberg when I first saw him, was like, uh, yeah, like something. Okay, I thought, no, I sidetracked my story. Backstage that night, after I go, are you serious about the heroin? He goes, man, I have no intentions of slowing down. Like, at, like trying to stop me from doing an intervention. I'm like, I was just asking. Yeah. And then we went back to doing blow and having a fucking great time. It's a real. That's a real. Mm-hmm. That's a real moment. 
And that's a real definitive personality, and it really puts a fucking stamp on your first joke on your on your second to last album, where you say, you know, the Mitch Hedberg golf invitational. Like, th- yeah. that's not what he was about. And it's interesting when he uh, thinks... For the record, there was a backstory to that. He did enjoy playing golf with his dad. They did it. That was an activity. But again, it's... Hey, the bit's already out there. I know yeah. you're correcting me, and it's your dead son. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to play golf with Mitch Hedberg, by the way. It was the, it, it's the principle that he, like uh, Hunter S., I always that was my fantasy thing. I I don't know if I said it on a bit uh, uh, on a recording, but what would Doctor Drew do? I, actually, I think I brought this up to Doctor Drew on his podcast. I listened to that podcast. What would you do if you had to do celebrity rehab with uh, uh, Rat Pack, Dean Martin, Charles Bukowski, Hunter S. Thompson? You really going to tell them to fucking slow down? Yeah, yeah. Hedberg was like that. He's a, he was never like oh, I got to clean up. Even yeah. Greg Giraldo with the fucking revolving door. I'm, uh, I'm, I don't drink. I do drink. Hedberg was no. This is what we're doing. We're doing this till the end. I learned a lot about Giraldo's sobriety by talking to Giraldo only like a handful of times. But I learned a lot about the way you need to live your life in a weird way because I watched Greg and he would take it. He would take it to the to the to the twelfth degree and then back positive twelve. Yeah, and it was like back and forth, like such a fucking swing. Revolving door, they call him an AA. Yeah, revolving door alcoholics. But and and he um, and I was like, well, I don't ever want to be so bad that I'm, you know, and I'm not. I don't want to tell stories about that of Greg out of you know post because he really was, and he still is a guy. When I'm on a, a fucking downward spiral, I Google him and I sit in bed like with a fucking Jack on the Rocks and I watch <laughs> Greg and I fucking and I and I genuinely miss the sweetness of his personality. He's, yeah, he's a fucking great guy. But he, and um, I, I'm not trashing him. I'm just, yeah, the, no, the no, same no. theory yeah. with quitting smoking. Hey, you know what? Just because you had a few, doesn't mean you have to go. Oh, I'm going to the Indian reservation to buy ten cartons. Yeah. Hey, you know I was going to fucking punch my girlfriend in the face, and I go, I I should just have a cigarette. Yeah, it's like Steve. You know Steve Bernasizi. No. Okay, Steve Bernasizi is on The League. He's a great comic. Right. And he's a comedy store guy, but he's also like been a massively successful actor. He had the best fucking not quitting smoking story is he worked at uh, the Twin Towers and walked downstairs to smoke a cigarette before going up to work. And they fucking hit, and he was down smoking a cigarette. And he was like, well, you know what? I'm living on fucking borrowed time. I'll never quit smoking. But as a comic... Yeah, Just, way beyond your mother's suicide, where there's a part of your brain as the fucking planes are crashing into the building, yeah. going, "Oh, I could parlay this into oh, six this minutes." Oh, this is gonna be a good bit. <laughs> no one else has this story. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no yeah. one. That is, by the way, and I say this: your opus bit, as it speaks to, and I never really reference this uh, earlier, but two guys on the road that are featuring, which are the fucking feature acts, and and. And uh, I, I won't say open micers, but guys. I'm going to cut the- you off again, but I'll Shoot. remember where you were. I would love to eliminate that term from comedy feature because act. people don't know comedy. So a feature act sounds like a headliner. Now you're feature act, and they all think it's the guy that came to see, yeah. and then they're disappointed. So just say your next comic or middle act. Yeah, what a middle act. Don't say feature act. It makes no sense to anyone. Yeah, it doesn't. No. And you don't have to have three guys. If you live in a town where you don't have a fucking cream of the crop open mics 
Yeah, just put two guys on. Two, two guys shows are pretty fucking good. Well, it's, at Let some the point, guy they do made fucking the fucking minutes. rule that they have to have three guys, even though you don't have two guys that are good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. But Back the, to but the feature, two feature act. The feature act. The feature act consensus is your bit about your mom's passing is is the benchmark for where people should be striving for. Because it's honest, it's open, it's on your... Now uh, you're going to have guys killing their mother just <laughs> just for the material. By the way, by the way, what a great, like, dude, I killed my mom too. It's not parallel thinking. <laughs> yeah, and then some guy comes out and starts doing the bit as though it's his story. I had to fucking, I had to fucking try to steal it online because I couldn't get it on a plane because I couldn't download the album because the fucking internet was too slow. And so I, all I could do was get it from wherever I got it and all I... Or no, 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 I'm sorry. You told it on a podcast. You... You referenced it on a podcast, and that's where I could find it. And then whoever I was working with emailed it to me. It, it was, was like, five years to get that bit to work. It was the best part is that they tried to take bingo. Oh, I, I didn't know. I, there's, was it, there were was was so bingo? many details. Yeah, no, they tried to pick up bingo. They thought bingo had died. The paramedics- when she was crashed out. We took Xanax. We had yeah. already taken the Xanax when she decided it's fucking time to go. So we had to rally and fight through the fucking Xanax oh. and then do, we're drinking cocktails. And at some point, she's still technically alive. Both her and my father, we did the mirror under the nose at one point. Are you serious? Yeah, my dad was just dying. He, he, but we, you couldn't tell. Yeah. He was so frail and he was kind of cold. And you, Is he really dead yet? I don't <laughs> And we, my brother and I, just the greatest... Just as brothers do from early on, the gallows humor, late night, overtired, giddy, and we're putting a mirror under my dad's nose to see if he's dead, and then just bursting into fucking tears of laughter at how ridiculous it is, Yeah. but the reality of it, and now we're fucking old dudes, and it's dad, but... You're, and your brother's still in Boston, and And in the Massachusetts. fucking, his wife was repulsed. Really? Yeah, just the fact that we're laughing, like crying laughing, yeah. just trying to figure out if he's dead or not yet. God. We're sitting vigil. Yeah, it, it mounts up on you. Like, how many hours? It's like nine hours. We think he might be dead now. <laughs> it's uh, in the house. We're not at a hospital. It's, and you share a sense of humor because you're brothers. So what yeah. you find funny, he finds funny. Yeah. And and you. <laughs> what a gr- what a moment! Just the, that sobbing, snotty tear laugh. That is, oh. it's so hard to find that anymore. Uh, my laugh, and I, and I only say this because you've said it a couple times, and I can only think of the one time my grandmother passed away a while ago. But <laughs> I'm already. <in> it, <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring the kids out. Yeah, <laughs> Georgia, Ila, you were there. And so the best was butter my muffin. <laughs> Go ahead. The best was they did like a, are they coming out? They're really no, coming I, out. No, they're right, there. they're right there in the window. So the best is um, they're doing a slideshow. Of like or her life, and it's like it's like so noble. And like what at the funeral? At the funeral, they're doing a sideshow of the greatest memory she has. She's in a, a box up front, and and, uh, and that's something my dad said. He's like he was like he was you like, say a box up front like it's a point of purchase. <laughs> that was exactly how I saw it. Is she was in a box up front and not smiling? That's all that fucking shook me as out. Is like it's like she wasn't a sad lady, but they have her like frowning in the box, like and Put I was a like, weird snarl. Yeah, and my dad goes, "What are you fucking retarded? Do you want her smiling?" And I was like, "Well, I'm just saying." So, but the best ones are showing all these pictures, and then they show a picture of my middle sister when she was aggressively fat, and. <laughs> Doug, I'm telling you, 
is that it was, and she's in a bathing suit, and it's like when kids don't know to suck in their stomach, so she's got her gut out, and she's just standing there like, like, like neck back, double chin showing, gut out, looks like pregnant, but she's only like ten, and every time, and it built every time that picture because it's on a loop. Every time that picture showed up, the laughs got bigger and bigger, and Annie's sitting is she there, there. Oh, she's sitting right next to me. Is she's she like still fat. No, but she's like, are you fucking kidding me? By the way, that moment, that picture is probably to find a lot of ways she feels about herself. So it's, and it's happening over and over. By the time they go to do the speech, every time the picture comes up, the fucking room loses it. And I can't, and I'm laughing hard, and I have a very distinct laugh. And, but those moments, I think in my head, that's a bit. When I'm further away from it, that's a bit. Like, and you can't separate yourself away from the bits. Uh, I, there's a, a story that I could only, the only way I could do it justice would if it were in a movie and you could recreate it. But there was a comic here. I can't remember his name. But when we first moved here, uh, it's just a, one of those, uh, I was going to say rubbishy guys, but that doesn't even make sense. But the, he's a dumpster diver of comedy. Anywhere you can get on stage. Like yeah. just, I think I know his name. Keep going. <laughs> motivated with no talent, but he can always find... he. Becker's living with me from Alaska. Yeah. You probably met in Alaska. He's yeah. a bartender up there. Fucking funniest guy in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe you did his podcast. I did not. Bus. I did not. Uh, we're living here, and he's like, there's a children's party. Oh, no, we didn't know. He's he doing a private party up in the Hollywood Hills daytime show. And we're, yeah, fuck, sure, we'll do it. So we show up, and it's a children's party where they had the whole backyard laid out with the, the uh, lemonade stand, and they had little booths, and it was to raise money for arts for kids. And we're like, But this is a kid's party. And we show up, and he's done some time standing up there, the guy that put this together. And we go, yeah. we, can't, we can't do this. Like, even if I took the swear words out, <laughs> the content still doesn't translate. There's even no way. The, so by the way, you said swear words. Even if I took the swear words out. <laughs> The, the content. I don't have the content. <laughs> so we're just sitting there drinking all their beer from the adults' cooler. Yeah. Going, I don't know. Trying to figure out, because, again, we don't not do a gig. It was no money, but still, they're expecting you. So your yeah. polite side is going, how can I do this the right and at one point, I go, I'm going to deal with this because he stopped the show and we're going to start the show in a little while. The other comics are here. So later on, we're going to. And I, I brought the mother in and I said, listen, I'm sorry because we already drank all their fucking beers. <laughs> so I go, I'm really sorry, but there's our actor uh, acts are so inappropriate for for kids. And she goes, don't don't worry about it. And I think she means don't worry about it like you don't have to do it. She's like, don't worry about it. Go ahead and do your filthy fucking rotten act in front of really? a mass of children. So thinking that she's done with it, she walks out and starts clapping her hands outside the house where the stage is saying, okay, everyone, let's get ready for the show. And I'm oh, like, oh, fuck. fuck. And it was, I looked at Becker. Becker looked at me and the guy that was running the show was walking in and we didn't have to say a word to each other. I just grabbed the fucking guy that was running the show and we pulled him out the door and we ran like children who just egged a bus. We <laughs> ran like fleet foot cops sprinting and we have to walk. It's on the outside of the fence. So they hear our feet slamming. We're parked at the bottom of a hill and we fucking... The, 
as we got into a block down, we got into my old fucking Oldsmobile Cutlass, and I see the woman in the rearview mirror as I put it in drive and spit sand and gravel. <laughs> She's got her hands up like, Where are you like guys I just started the show. We fucking bolt, like heaving breath, ran for our lives oh. to not do that show. Georgia? This is Isla. Isla. Isla, do you have any questions for Doug Stanhope? Do you have any daughters? Do I have any? No, I don't have any children, and that's why I'm smiling. (laughs) Do you know what that means? No. Do you want to hear it? This is my new favorite. See, your dad has to work and work just to provide for you, to make sure you have a beautiful future. I don't have kids, so I can just waste all my money on stupid things. Here, let me I can explain have that. cake for breakfast. Let me explain that. So you know how I go to, on the road to do stand-up? Well, when he goes on the road to do stand-up, he doesn't buy a trampoline. Well, I guess I didn't buy that. Santa bought it. But, like, he doesn't buy, uh, he doesn't buy the bounce back for the softball. Santa? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Santa, Santa, Santa loves really? Isla. She is, Santa's a big fan of Isla, Doug. Santa loves Isla. Do me a favor. Go inside. He, he bought us the tree house. He bought her the tree house? All I want to say is you're a beautiful young lady and get used to an entire lifetime of lies. And, yeah. And, <laughs> Wait, tell him what and you. he got, got us two other things. He got us the thing, the thing where you throw it and it hooks on. Oh yeah, no, I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what, right do you, what do you call it? I know. Yeah, yeah. Santa I, I knew exactly that. what you're talking about because I have one right across from my fun house. I have the same house. Yeah. I have the same couch. I so have he, that same game. He doesn't do have, have to. Supply. Do you have a cornhole? Do you have cornhole? No, we don't have cornhole. But I, I bet the girls would love cornhole. Cornhole's like a little box. It's like a little uh, piece of wood with a hole in it, and you throw a sandbag at it. It's kind of like a ski ball, but yeah, you know, without the yeah. I'll get. I'll. I'll. I'll, t- I'll see if I can find one. If I had a daughter, she'd have cornhole because I'd be a better dad. Ask him. Oh, ask and I wouldn't him, have cornhole money if I had a daughter. If he had a daughter, what would he say? What would he name her? Um, Lily. Oh, you'd name. Oh, oh, you answered for him. You name your daughter Lily. Lily. Yeah. I was about to tell a story about Lily Hayden. Really? Because her mother let her name herself really? as a kid. So she named herself Helicopter and then decided on Lily later on. I was just, Really? Yeah. Are you serious? So All right. Do you I know like... Maury Hayden? No. Uh, 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 Lotus Weinstock, she changed her name to. It was uh, Lenny Bruce's fiance when he died. Yeah. And uh, this, is, this, is a, this yeah. is a pointless story. Yeah. Uh, Come on. She's going to help me. Okay. All right. We'll be out here. We'll be in in a little while. Okay, I? That was a close dodge. Heard you're a big fan of Zach Galifianakis. Yes. It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> I know that story, says Mrs. Kreischer. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know, a, I, if my girlfriend weren't uh, out of her mind, no, I answer. wouldn't answer that. That's an 800 number. I'm guessing it's not bingo. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, that was a close call. I, I'm, they still believe in Santa. And George, the oldest, still really believes in Santa. I'm, I'm one drink short of doing caught, the bad, bad thing. I caught that. And I was like, and I looked at you. I was like, Doug, yeah. Santa, yeah. Like, that's the last thing you have as a parent is when, when they stop believing in Santa, you lose them. That's it. They're gone. And It's, it's like, a shock caller. My buddy Cowhead, I called Cowhead, and I'm on the phone. 
with with him, and he goes, I'm, I said, I'm with Georgia. And he goes, let me talk to her. I give the phone to Georgia, and I hear all I hear Georgia go, Santa? And I grab the phone. I go, no, <laughs> you are not doing that to her. Let her. She's nine. I mean, to the point where I start wondering if, like, developmentally something's wrong with her. She still yeah. believes. Like, and, like, her friends go, oh, no, it's your parents. She's like, no, no, no. Your parents got divorced. That's why you think that. Oh, geez. That's what Georgia thinks. Georgia's that's like horrific. Oh, yeah. So, wait. Uh, wait, what were we saying right before that? We I was going to move on to uh, stifling yourself when you're drinking. Because you were talking earlier about, oh, fuck, and then I got drunk and I said this. Do you get to a place in your drinking where you wake up so happy that you didn't say the thing you could have said? Yes. You go, oh, oh, I, I didn't say anything bad. Yes. I was nice to that person. I was going to tell him the truth, and then I stopped myself. I stopped just shy of the fucking spiral. And for me, it's always something. For me, it's something always like uh, self-grandizing. Like it's, for me, it's like it's ego-related. It's, it's like always. being insecure and me wanting to say, oh, I'm a working. Like, I have money. I work. I'm not a fucking loser like you already think like I am. So for me, that's where it always comes in. Like if I c- Sorry, Walsh, Walsh would occasionally say that to no one's uh, benefit but the back of the room. But really? he'd get a heckler to go, hey, lady, I made over $80,000 last year. <laughs> I told you someone. make up a random number, yeah. but as though that justifies him. And like, but it was like enough that he would be worried even the back of the room wasn't catching that. I, I said one time, hey, I pull in over four figures a month. And and nothing. And I was like, God damn it! Is it not? Is it too on the nose? Like, what are you? Why are you not catching this? Um, you'll never have kids, right? Mm. No abortion and a vasectomy. And uh, you got a vasectomy? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Yep. Does Bing, how how old is Bingo? Weird, is she young? You seem to know my entire library of work except that one. Bit. I, uh, the vasectomy, I'm sure I probably It'd heard of. Yeah, it's ten years. Right after the the abortion. Yeah. I, I, I had to because I didn't. Th- I thought I was just blowing blanks. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just assumed because I'd never gotten anyone pregnant and never used protection. I've never, I've used condoms my entire fucking life. Biggest regret. Maxim magazine asked me if there was one thing I would write for like a, a one liner of worst advice I ever got. It would be like wear condoms. So I, I believed, I believed there would be a big fall off in all my friends that didn't wear condoms. Like I believed mid college everyone's, everyone's going to die. Everyone's yeah. AIDS I was doing Marilyn Manson shit for not having herpes. Like it kind of ruins your status as a rock and roll guy. Marilyn Manson done he the herpes? Have herpes, yeah. And I've made him feel bad about it. <laughs> what's he like? What's, what's, what's he like in real life? I don't know. I don't know. Him. I, I can't say that I know him in real life. Really? I've never seen him in daylight. So yeah. So it's one of those. Who's the person you partied with? Who Who have you partied with that you kind of were like? You're like, oh fuck, get the fuck out of here. I couldn't keep up with. I'm a I'm a wicked lightweight. Really? Yeah. I, I just I, especially drugs. My fucking serotonin drips drops the reason, so bad. The reason I don't do coke is that uh, whatever that next day is, I can't deal with. Why I'd never do it, and why I felt so bad walking in a fucking Bill Burr's podcast. And is Bill drinking these days? No, no, he's on the opposite. He's about to film a special, so he's so he's got he's he like Rocky. His big football head, or however he puts it. Yeah, he's like a fucking Rocky. He's in yeah, shape. So yeah, he's been sober for a month and oh. getting ready. He has ambition still. He's he's kid sparkles. That kid sparkles. He's he's writing a lot sharper than I than just distinctly. I'll just say that. But I, I am. don't know him. Uh, we've known each other for years. We've run into each other. 
we're friendly. Yeah. We're kindred spirits. Yeah. But for me to walk in in the fucking most hideous state of fucking stink and half a suit and then the shorts I could find. And by the way, and I, I saw you, I saw you post five cocktails and I was like, and you were, you definitely had that in your eye. Like, let's open a bottle of champagne. I don't care if it's warm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Just get me a fucking drink. <laughs> I'm that way a lot. I'm way, I'm a, I get that way in morning radio. Like, I'm like, oh. what do you guys have? Do you have anything floating around? And they're like, we have whiskey. That sounds great. We don't, can't find ice. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> it's wicked good. And then I'm doing I up- Stern on the 21st, and I think I, I'm going to drink for that one because every time I go on there, I'm kind of sheepish. And I, I'm, I'm promoting a different guy. Me in the morning is not me on stage. Me on stage is always drinking. It's really so fucking interesting. So I'm doing to look morning at that. radio promoting a different fucking act <laughs> than that's, I am that you'll see. That's really fascinating. Yeah, you got to have a few cocktails. So yeah, I'm, I think this time I'm going to go in uh, half shitty. Don't go in. Here's my. Are you ready for my two cents? Yes. Don't go in half shitty. Go in, go in sober, have your first drink in the green room. Yeah, I, I treat it like a show. Treat it like a show. Yeah. Like, cause, because that's yeah, two or three drinks in the green room. I'm always best, like right now. Like right now with that like... Sweet spot. Sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really bad in like, in like four beers I'll be bad, and then you don't know one wants to hear me talk. But that's why I always like... But four like, beers? Four beers after this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then I'm a mess. Oh, then you, yeah, you're just forcing... Then yeah. all of a sudden... The kids have to know about Santa. Yeah, and I'm like, here we go. Come here, Otto. Sit down on the ground, not on me. Don't touch me. But yeah, like yeah, go in, go in, and have your celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. Make an even, make a morning of it. <laughs> Fucking bring in a bottle of champagne, cold bottle of champagne, and then when they go, Doug, can you sign this paperwork? Go pop. Here we go. <laughs> this is how this morning starts. Are you now? Can you do O and A then too, or do you just do? Uh, you know what? I don't know their beefs. Yeah. And I'm so far out of it. I listened. I have XM and Sirius, so I listen to them both. Yeah. I'm, but I, I called Stern because every time I've done Stern, you know, he wants stories and dirt, and I never have them. Yeah. Because you know, over the last several years, I'm kind of sedentary. There's no more hookers or, you know. Again, I feel like the you don't. The fact that I have a random good blow story from last <laughs> night is. Well, that's a great fucking story. Yeah, and I, I and I wouldn't miss the story, but. Every time I do Stern, they do the pre-interview, and Will calls you up. He says, oh, so what have you been up to? I know what you're getting at, but uh, I got nothing. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I drink. I tell jokes. That's pretty much it. I like try to like, figure out what, what, what can I manipulate into a – this time I have some good stories. So, oh. so I call them. i like, hey, anytime in May, I get May mostly off. I'll fly out. Stern's Stern's one of those shows that I, f- I don't feel like you do it right unless you leave regretting it a tad bit. Unless you go, I was- almost cried after the first time I did it. Really, I felt well. It was it was sitting in the Jackie chair. They were it was like the X show. Jackie left, and they were auditioning. Basically, you sat in as a guest, and it was all either inside show. I don't know who the intern is. I don't. I don't listen to morning radio, yeah. so I don't know that. And the rest is pop culture. I don't know Mariah Carey or like yeah. all these references. I have nothing to add in, so I just sat there like a silent fucking turd on a log. Really? And I left. I wanted a fucking ball crying. Really? Because <laughs> I you would have been so up. good on Stern. Well, I've I've done it several times. You would have been so good as like as like third mic on Stern. I would have never moved to New York. Really? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Yeah, I, I saw you. That was a great special, by the way, the black and white one. 
Was it black and white, or am I just imagining it black and white? As Deadbeat Hero, uh, no refunds should have been black and white. No and- refunds was the one with the mirror behind you. Yeah, yeah, I like the I like the mirror behind you. They had, they had done a some Comedy Central show, like one of those, just like yeah. David Tell's show. A bunch of different comics, Premium Blend is how. Okay, so they had just got done filming that, so we could save a buck or two by keeping them an extra day. It was a good. It was a good. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Yankees is like, uh, is like a solid. It is a solid. Go there, fucking respect. Respect the road, respect the bit. Like, I, I loved it. It was one of those, like, I'm going to put it in your face, and I'm going to tell you why fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Like, it was just such a great bit. But it's it's one of those bits that everyone gets wrong. Well, you uh, uh, you love the Red Sox, right? Like, if you, if you say <laughs> That's fuck, <not laughs> yeah, if you say anything that seems liberal, you're a fucking Democrat. No, yeah. I, I'm not a party affiliate. You're the first person. Mm-hmm. Oh, another great Doug Stanhope fucking story. What's the cat's name? Uh, Gus Gus. Uh, he's uh, kind of a dick. Um, another great Doug Stanhope story. A uh, little bit of a post on your uh, on your blog. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am no longer running for president. I have found out that me selling merchandise in my, in my running for president is taxed. Just, just talking about running for president on stage, then it's a campaign... It's campaign campaign contribution. Yes. No, it's a fucking check from a funny bone. It's campaign no, contributions. It's, and if it you was fuck up, so what your post was was so matter of factly like, okay, guys, I fucked up. Please don't yeah. bring this up again. Yeah. And it's on my Wikipedia page, which if anyone knows how to do Wikipedia, <laughs> add any other facts onto that dumb page because somehow running for president fucking for like five for seconds, pre- twelve years ago or eight years, I don't even know what year it is. Yeah, every radio interview, newspaper, where they don't have any... All they do is go to your Wikipedia page, and I can tell when they don't know who I am, because they go, so it's uh, so you were a presidential candidate. Like, ah, oh, you just read the Wikipedia page. Get that off of there. Yeah, I can tell when people people do the same three things with me. They're like, uh, Van Wilder, right? And I was like, oh, God damn it. Oh, yeah. I wish that had never been... I wish I had never brought it up. It was my, it was my misstep. But I was trying to sell tickets in fucking Arizona. I was like... Thanks for the plug, by the way. I didn't put that together, that actually Gainesville was a shit market. I go, fucking Kreischer. I think he was like... A, this oh. is where he was the big shot. No, no. And I uh, asked for a retweet, and you gave uh, it to me. I was me. in Tallahassee, I think. I was oh. in Tallahassee, but all my friends are in Micanopy and uh, fucking Leesburg and all around Gainesville. So right. like, I have a bunch of friends over it's there. It's a good show. Um that's where I was crying, laughing, following that comic whose name I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, the half Asian guy. Fuck it, I'll, t- I'll tell you the bit off the air. Yeah, I'll, I'll if I could name drop him, I would say this is the guy's bit, and then I would torture the bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I couldn't do it justice, but it was fucking funny. What uh, I had to, I had to go, I had to go straight into my kids with cancer bit just to. I, I already have this bit. It's nothing like yours, but since it's kids with cancer and I was dying, crying, laughing at your bit, I have to open with this now. Fuck up my whole set structure so you don't think that I'm trying to copy off of you. Still, at 23 years, I still think... <laughs> You've been doing stand-up 23 years? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you? Uh, 15. All right. 15, and I, and I think I just now started realizing I'm not writing enough. <laughs> like, just now, I was like, huh, I think I've been cruising. I'm on cruise control for the last four years. You got a fucking gorgeous house. You have fucking children. I think when I think you're when you're broke and featuring and you're hungry, you're just like fucking 
mo- like you get monstrous like with your writing and you're like well, it's a, it's a, there's a bitcoin kind of uh funny to how much pussy I'll get trade off yeah. and for me it was always it was pussy was the fucking letterman <laughs> in my yeah. the catalyst to my early oh I got to get better so I can get more laughs and then more chicks will like me and it was it's so weird how much when you when you sit back and reflect how much fucking just fucking had to do with Oh, I was I've been trying to correlate this into a bit. I've been trying to talk about my kids, but it's so fucking hard. Like I'm in the middle of talking about something the other day and half in literally Saturday, halfway into the bit I realized, oh I'm doing a Chris Rock bit. Like I'm doing that bit and I had to stop and go, guys, I think I'm doing a Chris Rock bit. I'm gonna stop that bit and, and make this really uncomfortable for everyone and just move forward. All right, let's change yeah. subjects. Yeah. But like you you know, you forget about and it and you're right about that when you say uh, so many people are so comfortable just reworking a Chris Rock bit about their kids or a Lucy C.K. bit about their kids or talking about the birth of their child or airplanes when it's like no one's reworking like a prison bit. No one's looking at prison from a different perspective and going, oh, I have a yeah. insight on that. Yeah, whatever that you know, the Bill Hicks thing was. Yeah. What, uh, do you worry about death? I think about it every day. Yeah, I wake up with... But I've... I've Maybe uh, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, uh, back to going into Bill Burr this morning with that. Like, I'm fresh out of this story. I left fucking Manson's house at 5.15 and it's starting to become light. And I'm like, I'm not this guy anymore, but I'm going to have to go with it. What's I, crazy? What's crazy about that though is that. But I went that- into. Hang on, because I'll forget where I'm going. <laughs> is I went in there and at the end of it, I get the. Hey man, take care of yourself. Oh, I've been to too many sad funerals, and I'm like, I want to. You want to oh. stop him? I know you're going to a meeting, but I want to stop you and go. I rarely get to do this ever. I live the most sedentary life. I'm in bed at ten thirty at home. Well, that's what that's what I was going to say. Is that is that in a weird way, you get your reputa- reputation precedes you. So people see you that one time, that one time that you get the night to do coke with Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Which, by the way, for the record. Uh, I'm gonna say 80 percent of the dudes. It's a fucking good story. Are gonna fucking do, like 80. Per- I'll, I'll tell you right now. I don't do coke. I got high blood pressure and high cholesterol. And I and I and I have I I have two children. I do not do coke on the road. But if I'm in Marilyn Manson's house, and he has a interesting looking straw that looks like a cocaine straw. With like double edged with like a like a snorkel mask that goes into your nose and and for and, legal reasons I did not do cocaine with Marilyn Manson. This is all for show. Yeah. Okay. Back to the podcast. Legally, in that hypothetical situation, I'm jumping in. You need the st- you have to if you. But having a, a, a reputation and then coming into L.A. just to do podcasts and specifically Bill Burr, which because we have kind of a story in common that I'll tell you off the air. That really? I will tell on Stern, but he was there for... Really? Yeah. Uh, so let's just plug the Stern date. You'll be doing Stern. I'll be May, listening May to May 21st. That. May 21st. Really? That's like next week. Yeah. Um, but I just came here to do podcasts to. and not ever seeing these. So I, I shuffle in like living the reputation I have where my reality... People will come to Bisbee thinking that I'm this crazy fucking Hunter S. Thompson guy, and like I don't... I just, I'm in pajamas all the time and watching TV, and yeah. I walk my dogs... I juice. I juice. I steam vegetables. I like to cook. I don't. F- <laughs> so you want to say that? Like, don't say, "Hey, take care I, of yourself." Don't, too many funerals. Don't, don't die. Uh, yeah. 
If I die, it'll be sitting fat on a couch with this fucking monster hump coming out of my chest <laughs> from being a bloated, fat loser. He got bit by a scorpion? Shut the fuck up. It was Killer Bees. <laughs> by the way, which is the only other thing I know about Bisbee is Killer, Killer Bees, Bees run rampant. Yeah. Um, I saw a document. Not the comic. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fuck. Save up. That was his get her done. Killer Bees, you ever yeah, run into oh, him? Yeah, I know, totally know who Killer yeah. Bees is. Save up. Only person, the guy that was run, owned the road when I was doing the road was... Uh, James Gregory? No. 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 <laughs> no. Uh, fuck. The, not the... Oh, not the Indi- I was going to say the Indian. Chief uh, J. Medicine Hat? Chief J. Medicine. John J. What is his name? Oh, <laughs> I'm confusing Chief J. Chief J. Medicine Hat. J.J. Medicine Hat. Yeah. yeah. J.J. Medicine Hat ro- owned the road. Was this before or after he became a hypnotist? Uh, after. So he was a hypnotist. But the, the the story was he did every club every four months. So he lived on the road. He did, and and if he had four months, and he did the same act. However, some nights he'd bail on the act. Like he'd get on stage and go, "I'm not feeling the tight," and just walk off. He was a heroin addict too. Was he? Yeah. Early. Well, that's something no one fucking adds into the story. We used to have another name. Uh, he changed his name. Fuck. What was his name? But yeah, he was a. Ah, uh, uh, fuck. It doesn't matter. Where's you? Should, you got to do a pro- podcast with Ron White. You, you know what? They need last call on podcasts, so we know when to shut up. <laughs> At some point, we don't know. I don't. If it's I, I'm interesting supposed to, to I'm people, supposed to do only three hours, and I can't remember how much only the other three one. hours. How yeah. long have we been talking? Uh, two and change. All right, but but uh, you know, I think uh, I think honestly, for me and you, the sweet spot is after make it a two parter. Yeah, I'll make it a two-parter in a fucking yeah, heartbeat. When we went to go get cigarettes. Yeah. That was part one. Yeah. Oh, you have no idea. That would be fucking amazing. The, um, but I'd love to... Who, who have you had on your podcast so far? Because your podcast is fucking awesome. You had the brothers. You had... Uh, uh, All the good ones are the dark ones. No, I, I, I liked... I well, really James liked- Inman was recent. He's a... Uh, uh, but I, 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 I don't have a thing... Nor do I have access to a thing. I would love to keep it dark and fucking death and morbid. But I like and have a niche like I do in comedy. I like the I liked I liked when you had and I'm I'm saying the brothers and they know who I'm talking about. The Dwarfmans. The Dwarfmans. Yeah. I love that because you have a history with them, and so your history with them is fucking fascinating. Like your history with them, and it's it's all stories about you, which I think is actually really organic that you don't remember. Yeah, no, I, that was kind of a theme. The Blotto biography when we first started podcasting was, yeah, find people that have stories that I don't remember. Yeah. But you can't make that a theme because you don't remember until you get the guy. Yeah, it's very hard to book that. Right. Hey, you don't remember. And I don't want a theme anyway, but I like to keep it. Yeah. I don't know what's interesting to people. I think only comedians listen to podcasts, so there's that part of your Comedians brain. and people that want to be comedians and the people they date. I find that most fans of comedy, like hardcore fans of you or anyone, want to do comedy. Because unlike music, where everyone wants to be a rock star, they understand their limitations. Because they can't, you have to learn how to play a thing. Yeah. Everyone thinks that you can just be funny somehow. There's, There's no chords to it. There's no middle C Ba 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 ba. Okay, if I take a few years of courses, comedy people think maybe I could just do that naturally. Podcasting is even worse than that because people go, "Oh, I I listen to podcasts, so I bet I can make one. I have the the stuff to do it." And I've done a lot of people's podcasts that are actually really good. 
I go, well, no one's ever going to give it a chance because I don't know who you are. Right. You know? It's, but I think but it's right. also a, a, a harmless outlet. Unlike open mic, where people go, I'm going to try to do comedy. And there's 40 people. Tucson, which only has one comedy club that's open Friday and Saturday. Yeah. 300,000 people. They have one club, but they will do open mic and 40 fucking guys show up. And 38 of them suck. Yeah. And you're like, just stop clogging up the stage time. You suck. Podcasting, do a podcast instead. Because you're you, you're getting that, you have that outlet, and you're not clogging up the stage time. And, and it's out there. Yeah. You put it out it's there. It's out there. People want to find it, they find it. Right. Yeah, your podcast, I, d- I dig your podcast. Although I could have listened to you, do, do, been doing a podcast for the past five years. I fucking hate my voice. Really? Yeah. Oh, you've got one of the most recognizable voices in comedy. Recognizable is not necessarily pleasant. No, but it's but it's it's it is a cat getting run over by a train is recognizable. <laughs> Just saying is all. <laughs> Am I fucking up your dinner? I feel like no, I like no. I feel like uh, I explain to Leanne. I go. I'm in town Monday. Randy I've... Quaid in fucking <laughs> 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 National I... Lampoon Vacation. I, I feel we... like the awkward fucking weird cousin uncle I... that showed up. I, I explained to Leanne. Uh, I was like, I'm coming in Monday. I landed last night. I was like, I'm coming in Monday and I'm doing podcasts. And I go and I'm giving you a heads up. I'm ending with Stanhope. And it's not going to be a pleasant, like, evening. Like, and I said, I say we take the girls to go get pizza, like, at, like, fucking seven. She goes, yeah, but you guys, your podcast starts at four. I go, that'll be a route right. And we started at three and it's fucking six right six. now. We oh. still got an hour. Good. <laughs> so. And then can I come have pizza with the kids? <laughs> Yeah. I'll get the Uber from pizza. Once I say the wrong thing, I'll see the look in your wife's eyes where I go, you know what? I'd be good with just one slice. Let me get the Uber. P.S. Can you work the Uber for me? Someone just put put it on my phone. It's kind of worthless in Bisbee, so I just found out about it. Are you serious? You just, Uber? You called me and you're like, I'm Ubering my way over. And I, I know. Like, I'm all about head, the I'm Uber. Like, Wait, how did you, where did you get Uber? Because Al Madrigal fucking worked it out. Oh. Well, mine... They put it on my phone yesterday. We've been using it, but my tour, Chaley and Hennigan, they've been doing it for me. So they put it on my phone, and then when I went to do it, it's telling me I'm on La Brea when I'm on Curson. I'm like, that's not right. And somehow in a drunken state to get to Manson's, I figured out how to manipulate the map, and I don't know how. So today I had Al Madrigal <laughs> do my Uber to get me here. He's, oh, it, kept, it was telling me when I was at Bill Burr's place and fucking wherever... In the valley, yeah, it's telling me I was in Hollywood. Really? I'm, so he figured it out, but I don't know what he did. Al's one of the smarter fucking dudes around. He, he has to be. Are you up on all things comedy now? No, I, I, yeah, I'm official. Yeah, me too. So, are we competing with Death Squad? No one's competing no, no in this one's. business. I, th- I don't. I don't think Death Squad. I think Death Squad is just Brian now, really. Like I don't think, but I don't think it, like the network wise. I don't, I don't think it's I don't like know, I don't know how podcasting works. Oh. uh... No, we're not. Competing I mean, as far as networks, I think, I think network-wise, oh, it's just that, that's, a, that's a guy I don't like. Who? Well, again, off the air. Okay. <laughs> I think. No, I think. Uh, no I think, one we mentioned. <laughs> okay, good. The uh, no, I think that it's there's no competing. It's just one of those situations where it's like, where do you, where do you put your eggs? Where you want when, if and when they Chris Chadwick sell it? Not Chris Chadwick, Chris Hardwick. Whatever. That Chris Hardwick. Is. When he when he sells it, like where do you want your money to be? And he sold his for fifteen million. Sold his what? Like his uh, podcasting network, but it was just him. 
Like, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't really know how it went down. But, like, he sold his podcasting network for $15 million. So, like, all the people that were in his network, I'm sure they got a cut of it and got, like, you know, $100,000. so weird. And so, but what Alan Bill said, it is, we want to do it. It still feels like a goof to me. Yeah, it does, a little bit. Well, I don't know. Corolla, we'll see Corolla fight it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, He's the one fucking it. taking the bull by the horns I for everyone. Yeah, going to throw uh, some money his way. Yeah, I was going to give him, like, uh, I was going to, like, do his podcast and then give, like, a big donation. I the- used to think I knew Chris Hardwick, but I was confusing Chris Fairbanks and Johnny Hardwick, <laughs> who I know both of them. And I'm like, I think I know it's one of those guys. Chris Hardwick is one of the two. And then I go, I don't know. And then I saw him like doing a, like, one of those dumb shows after a fucking Talking Dead and Talking yeah. Bad. Or talking like, I don't dead. know that guy yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah it's not it's Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick was, uh, was on uh, Singled Out. You don't remember Singled Out? Singled Out was like uh, Jenny McCarthy. When, when like, I remember Jenny McCarthy. He was the co-host. Is it MTV? Yeah, MTV. Oh, okay. And then, fun. and then, and then, this is not speaking out of school, but this is—I'll tell you—he gained some weight, had a drinking problem, lost the weight, got rid of the drinking problem, and went on to become a powerhouse in fucking producing podcasts and creating content. Yeah. I, I again, I don't know the business. I just talk into one microphone. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's—I think that's the one. That's that's the Patrice hang your hat ring right there. Is like I remember when I got my first deal, or second deal. I was with Patrice. He was like, "Let me tell you why I'm sorry. I feel bad for you." And I was like, "Wait, this doesn't sound like a compliment." He was like, "You don't know what you're doing. You have no foundation. You can't do stand up. You've been doing it like a year and six months, and you think you're famous. But when you fall, that tumble's gonna be high." This is like, exactly what I'm talking about: is knowing when to shut your mouth when you're too drunk, and you need to tell people things. Patrice yeah. didn't drink. He'd and he's st- still he'd, he'd start with what when you go I should just be polite and go home and shut my mouth I'll yeah. feel so much better about myself oh he started like that yeah he started not, and I remember sitting I was just sitting across from breakfast from him and I can tell you I was I remember like I remember distinctly because it was like he took pleasure in eating his breakfast slowly and like it was like he was being filmed and I, and he was like he was always like he's being filmed yeah and he was like you when you fail and you'll fail. No one's going to come rescue you. You got no foundation, Bert. You got no foundation. What are you going to do? Go back to open mics? Good luck. And he's like, I may be nothing, but you know what? At least I can do stand-up. I got the cellar. I got the Boston Comedy Club. I can do the road a little bit. I got Amsterdam coming up. And I but remember... It, it, this is like you were saying earlier. You're asking yourself questions through me. Yeah. He was justifying his fucking open mic existence where he sh- shit-canned TV because he thought, and I'm... I'm guessing. Yeah, you don't have a TV show. So you're yeah. fucking loose cannon. So he's justifying himself through you. You got nothing. I got comedy. Yeah. yeah. But it was an interesting insight because I blew it off. And then come like to like literally probably. Not two, saying he's wrong. <laughs> uh, he was completely right. Because when everything went away, all the money and all the fucking TV gigs, I went back to the clubs and no one knew who the fuck I was. And I had to start at the beginning and work my way back up. And I remember that was a fucking soul-sucking, ego-eating side of the business where, like, dudes that you... I remember Daniel Tosh going, opening for him, and he started laughing, going, do you hear how many credits you have? 
Do you have any? You, look how much shit you've done. You're featuring, but that's Tosh. And is to like make fun of the obvious and like laugh with you at you yeah. and hope you enjoy it too. Yeah. And I remember sitting there going, "Yeah, I got a lot of credits." And he goes, "You? What happened to all that money? Did you spend it?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all gone." And he's like, "So you got nothing now? You got a kid coming it's on the way?" Fucking great. Oh, it's, but it's like it's what but that you, kind of ball busting when you like moving to Bisbee where you have to deal with nor you. You don't have comedians anymore, and you start fucking with someone like that. Oh, it's yeah. just a civilian. He fucking he delivers Frito-Lay products. You start fucking with them, and you see their face collapse. You go, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, <laughs> just used to talking to comics all the time. Are you not going to respond to these? <laughs> yeah. So wait, what would be your ultimate tour with comics? If you could... I, I wouldn't be on it. I could tell you names. Really? Bill Burr. Like, we just talked about doing a Yellow Knife Yukon Territory. Just, like, some random fuck off. Co-headlining. I did that with, uh, I did one of those uh, anti-social. That was a great fit, by the way. It's like, Artie, you, It was Doug, Artie's or- first show coming back from the suicide attempt after a year and something off stage. Yeah. It was headlining. Attell and Norton. First of all. I'm the only guy drinking. <laughs> oh, Tell Artie and Norton, and I'm the only drunk guy, and I felt so fish in water. <laughs> Sweet. Let's let's just let's just ballpark it. Your dream tour. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do me, but I'm not gonna say the names. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start the I'm gonna start. We'll end with the names. Oh, but you, like, w- you want to pick it like fantasy football? Yeah. All right, flip a coin. Who gets to draw first? I don't know how fantasy football works, but like pick and kickball. Let's say, okay, okay, credit card numbers up, numbers down. Call I'll take numbers air. up, numbers down. Okay, you go I'll first. I'll take Bill Burr. Okay, so now I can't pick him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I'm going to tell. Oh shit! I should have said a tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell because I panic because now now I panic now, now defend your Bill Burr. Defend your choice already because it, I picked it's a like tell. Facebook just went on the market. I bought a lot, lot of shares, but I should have gone back to. Did you pick? Uh, did you pick a kicker? Did you pick a, a quarterback? Did you pick a running back? Or did you pick a wide receiver? Did I? No, I picked a headliner. I picked a quarterback. No, no, no. I take that back. I'll tell you what I just picked. I picked fucking Ladanian Tomlinson two years ago. Like I picked a great running back who I knew, fucking solid. Back from fucking knee surgery, and we're gonna fucking. Then I fucking picked Johnny Football. Yeah, you picked Johnny. You picked Johnny Football. I picked the hot fucking product right now. You picked Johnny Football, and and but a proven Johnny Football. Neither of us picked Louis C.K. Oh, yeah, he's a Peyton Manning right now. You're next. He's a Peyton Manning. Are you? Is that your next pick? No, no. I'm just saying he didn't go in the first round. He didn't go in the first round. He did not. God damn it! I'm going fucking. I'm I'm, I'm going down right now. I'm going fucking uh, the uh, up and comer. I'm taking Junior Stopka. Really? Yeah, I think he's a monster. He's got to be groomed. Who do I have? I have a tell. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'm going. I'm going a guy selling tickets. All right. Who? You, I love my posture right now. I, and by the way, I just matched over yours. The back. I just matched yours. I'm hanging over the back of your lawn furniture <laughs> like one of those fucking m- monkeys you pick up out of a barrel. <laughs> that was a great imagery. My pick. I've Man, got David Tell. Roger, Roger Goodell. I'm picking. With the first pick in the second round. 
of the fantasy comedy God playoffs. Bert Kreischer picks Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, strong, fucking powerful. Now we've got. Now we've got. Here's what we've got. We're se- my my team. We're selling to multi. We're sold, selling to multi leagues. Because you got to tell straight up joke writing. You got Joe, thoughtful, insightful, talking about the universe and life and and all that. I wish we had a like a, 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 graph. a fucking board. Yeah, a b- board where I could point. Oh fuck! Because yeah. there's going to be a million guys that I so think. So you've I'm got Junior Junior Stopka. Yeah, he's my wild card. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go train wreck picks. No, I have to match your uh, Joe Rogan. Fuck. I, I, I think I think out of combat, I would have to go Louis C.K. Oof. I'm going to have to take Louis C.K. just to match your Rogan because you have Rogan. Is this, a, is this a four-man tour? We have to have one uh, alternate going off the rails pick. The guy that you like to watch go off the rails. Okay. I'm going uh, still on the rails. I am going Daniel Tosh. That wouldn't be. I'm talking about it. Like no, no. I'm I'm, I, I'm taking Andy Andrus because he makes me laugh. And oh, we, we're not there yet. We got four man tour. Right. I'm going Daniel Tosh because oh, I'm trying to switch it up. What I'm trying to do is go deep, thoughtful, uh, joke, joke, joke writer. A uh, little bit more edgy with the younger vibe to it. I'm trying to think of covering all my bases. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't see people often enough. Uh, Duncan Trussell is fucking funny, but he—I don't think he's a—he's not a Tosh. I know my off my rails pick. You know, I hang on to again. I—I I, want to go to my cell phone. Like, who haven't I called? Yeah. <laughs> who, who do I know in the business still? It's the New York guys. Oh, I'll take—I'll fucking put—I'll take Norton. God I'll take Norton against it. your Tosh. You shouldn't have gone. You shouldn't have gone so West Coast. God, I got fucking. I got. Hotel's my only. I need an. I need an East Coaster to close out this. Close out my four before I go off the rails. Or can we pick it off the rails now? Yeah, I. I, I, I already kind of hinted. Mine is Andy Andrus is my favorite guy to watch. That, but he can't put his shit together I'm, regularly. I'm picking my off the rails, but he's not. Like he's going to do well, also, but he is the. He is I have the, the same exact, even color dog mat. This is like being home. <laughs> and I have a cat with a busted hip. Chris, you gonna sit down, you gimp? Oh, oh poor little girl. Come here, lady. Oh, she'll don't. She'll try to get up. Get it Come back off, Chris. Go over the other way. This way. This way. Down right here. Down. 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 Oh, Potamus. Down. She's gotten so sweet since she's gotten hurt. Hmm. Oh, we got to do. Bill Burr's going to be so jealous. Sweet. Oh, my phone's dead. Fuck. I would have taken a picture. (laughs) See, use this language. Oh, we're going to pizza. (laughs) No. I I thought we were going to take the girls to CBK tonight. Oh, you did? No, we're not. No. What are we doing? No. What are you cooking? I'm not much of an eater, but yes, I will stay for a little while, mostly yeah. to let traffic die. But I said I would stay. We thought we were going to pizza, but I was going to stay just till I saw the look in your eye when I said the wrong thing to your kid, and then I was going to call Uber. That's the Mrs. Kreischer. Leanne? What, the Santa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pot. 
you have bad hips, but I'll I'll, oh. I'll hang out with you. I'm oh. a sucker for animals. Oh, I can barely make uh, it. That hurts so much. Yeah. I would be every day going, should I put it down? Oh, uh, well, we had that thought. But instead, we decided not to remodel our kitchen. <laughs> and we decided $35, to $35,000 dog. <laughs> so worth it. She's gotten so sweet since she's been hurt. Like, she was always sweet, oh, but she, was, she chose who she was sweet with. I have a cat that's like 15 or was 15 pounds this wide with the fur and somehow, I don't know if it got hit by a car, but a hip dislocated and it wouldn't go back in. So they do this uh, femoral where they take the, it's a gross surgery. Now it's permanently limping. Really? And it's still shaved and cats don't grow hair. It'll take it a year. Cats don't grow hair back quickly? They will, yeah, but it'll take a forever and it was really? just this giant monster hunter bringing birds oh. and now it's hobbled and it just it crushes you yeah and watching pris kind of deal with this reconstructive surgery of her legs if i didn't have a microphone attached to me on a cord i would never ask i would just go right into your refrigerator or freezer but if you if i could just get some ice or, or if you want to, I'll get ice and you do the podcast. No, 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 <laughs> no. Thank you, babe. Thank you very much. I, I feel wicked rude asking. I don't know if wicked rude. Wicked rude. That was the old That's school. my tell. That's, yeah. uh, that's uh, my only tell of my uh, Massachusetts lineage is I di- get drunk and say wicked. I can't, I can't question. Is anyone still listening to this? No, they're still listening. Of course they're listening. I'm right now they're waiting, to find, they're waiting to find out who my off the rails pick is. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't stop thinking of whether or not Leanne wore her hot dress. Like, this is her hot mom dress. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Be like, oh, when she comes back, be like, I really like that dress on you. She'll do one of two things. She'll either say thank you or she'll look at me and go, you said this was my hot dress. Like, cause, <laughs> because, you know, like, once you've had babies, you know, things move around. And so the, the way that dress is done, it kind of hides any of that because it's kind of stripes pulled down the side. So like I'm guessing of, she doesn't listen to your podcast. She does not. No, she never listened to it. She I, would, Bingo's not on Twitter, so I can say anything freely there. Bingo's. I don't because I would have loved. I would have. Hey, hunch meat. <laughs> I think it was. I she's trying to shit. You see? Do you see <laughs> I all stole the muscles that from trembling? Someone. Yeah, I stole hunch meat from someone. I think it might have been Adam Carolla. I heard someone say that on <laughs> hunch meat. <laughs> hunch meat. I think. Here, Here you go. Ready? <laughs> Either way, I steal it, but only when I'm walking my dogs. Oh, look at that. Nicely, Ann. Is that your hot dress? Uh. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm just trying to cause trouble. I want your kids to know there's no Santa. I would... That's that's how that's what precipitated the conversation, and I just said precipitated like I'm getting a DUI test by a highway patrolman. Precipitated, I said precipitated, precipitated. I'm fine to drive. <laughs> I was not drinking when Bert Kreischer asked me to do his podcast. He goes, "I hope you're not on the wagon when we do the podcast." She was pre- you were she was Liam was saying she was prepped. Leah's well aware of what the comic lifestyle is like. Well, she yeah, gets it. there's a lot of different comics. We were at a party one time, and there was a there was a Coke. It was someone's 40th birthday party, and it was a, a throwback party, like to the 80s. So they had tons of Coke, and everyone was dressed like it was the 80s. And she saw it; it's the first time she saw Coke. 
she was like, oh my God, there's cocaine at this party. And I'd already known they'd offered to me. And I had passed, like, going like, well, I, you know, I'm good. I'm with my wife. I have two kids. I'm okay. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the offer. And thanks for thinking I'm cool enough to still do coke with. Yeah. And so, when they stop asking, that's when you have to worry. Yeah. And Leanne said, just so you know, if you want to do it, you can. I went, what? She goes, if you want to do cocaine, there's here. You can do it. I don't care. But the problem is, I, you can't come home tonight. And I was like... Because I know you're going to try to fuck me with a, <laughs> a, a, a simpleton's dick. <laughs> No, she didn't want me to be around the kids. I was like, hey, don't worry. I'm not coming home. You're not going to see me for a couple days. But I didn't do it. I, I passed. And so she's, but that's the only time. Oh, I have a, uh, I have a fucking great story that what? I've actually, I actually told and at the end of the podcast said, hey, can you get rid of that? Because, again, you, you don't want to out f- famous people. I learned that the hard way. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> you were in the I have right more thing. vodka in there. Anytime I have a celebrity story yeah. that I, I go, if I say this, I'm Kathy Griffin. I don't want to be Kathy Griffin, oh. but I, as soon as the fucking microphone's off, oh, I'll be Kathy Griffin to you yeah. personally <laughs> yeah. sitting on the couch, and you want to tell those stories. And you're like, all right, the, You'll stop getting invited if you tell those stories. I know. I, my book has one about Will Smith, Whitney Houston, and Tracy Morgan, and I'm like, I'm like, fuck. But but they they're stories that I've already told on podcasts, so I'm like, well, I might as well just tell the exact truth that happened, yeah. so that if there's any question of what kind of person I am or what I said about these people or what's been said about them, then you know now you now know the truth. Yeah, but these are people inviting me. So <laughs> wait, so oh, wait, yeah. who's your story? I'll tell you off the air. God damn it! It's just a quote. It's John Rocker. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, it's just one quote, but yeah. And he's he he came to a show in Atlanta, and he's he was quoting shit from my first CD ever. Like he he knows since he was famous. Really? And I a couple times I I told the quote on stage after that. Like I can't shut my mouth, but. It, it's on the road. It's not on a podcast. That's it's so funny. It's a bunch of people in whatever, Pensacola. I've always or believed the on the road was okay, and then people started videotaping. Exactly. Who was the and one that just started, started saying, like, here's my problem with you videotaping. You're not even doing it. Was it you? Hmm. Was it you? Did Probably. someone just tell me a story about you last night? What's, finish the story. About their, like, their bit was about videotaping. Here's the problem, not the fact that you're videotaping. You edit poorly. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> I just told you yeah. a story about you. Yeah, you're fucked up. Your camera works fucked up, and you get through the premise, and then you shut it off before the punchline, and then I get fucking one star on YouTube. No, you get one star on YouTube. <laughs> you suck at fucking editing. <laughs> That's fucking exactly. Ari I have written so many. I could do two a double album of just the bits I've written to try to stop people from filming. Really? <laughs> Just every different way, angle to fucking you shame them, to begging, pleading, the five stages of death, yeah. and then the acceptance. I've done, I've, done, I've, done the, I've done the, hey guys, if you see someone videotaping, please stop them. Let, let, realize I'm working on something, this isn't where it ends. And that never happened, they still videotape. And, yeah. then, and then you catch them videotaping, and you're like... Early on... Uh, I would yell at people videotaping, and then someone put up a YouTube 
video of me going, fuck you with your fucking dumb camera. And then people go, oh, if I videotape him, he'll yell at me. So what I just, I just stop talking. And then the crowd gets ballistic. They have no footage. They have a guy that's not talking and the crowd fucking hates him. I'll make like, I'll look at, I'll give you one chance. And then, you know what? Next time you fucking break it out, I just, I stop. And then the crowd will turn on you. You'll have no footage and they'll fucking kick the shit out of you because my audience are monster fucking angry. It's, it's the, it's what happened with Zach had a couple blow ups of people and they got huge numbers. And so, like, everyone would watch, wanted to see Zach lose his shit on stage. They didn't realize Bill it was... Bill Burr, lo- Philadelphia. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, forever. And it's, like, and it's like, you just go, God damn it, those aren't the times I want shown. Is when I'm fucking spiraling and saying the things I really regret ever coming up with. Yeah. But... It used to be a, a doctor's visit. There was an anonymity to the room where I could, I could have cheated on my girlfriend. I did. I, like... Uh, Again, story, I'm editing because the story sounds like bullshit. But, yeah, there was one time, greatest story in the world. And I can tell an audience, because this is before even the internet, maybe not before the internet, but before social networking. Yeah, where before you, what you said became out So there. I could say anything in the, because you don't know my girlfriend. You have not even six degrees of separation. I can tell you exactly what the hooker did. Where Wait, so well, you were doing stand up during that time. You were doing the stand up by the cur- on the curvature of social media. Oh, well, well before it. But no, but I you didn't but, get on. Uh, but like, I only started doing the road when social media was prevalent. Yeah, I, I, MySpace. I remember Father Luke, who you brought up earlier, yeah. got me onto MySpace in two thousand and five, and you so, embraced it. I, so I was fifteen years in the business without social media. Are you serious? Yeah. 15 years in the business without social media. So what, how did how this is going to sound so fucking remedial, but how did people determine who was headlining? Like how did you how did people become headliners? Were they just famous or they just done it longer than the other person? The back then the club decided that one fucking jerk off in wherever, you know, whatever Michigan, Columbus, Ohio, one guy that had the club yeah, decided you're ready to headline. Who the fuck are you? You're a fucking number cruncher. You're a fucking zero. Yeah. And that, yeah, I still have that hatred for so many people could be eliminated from this business if comedians were more responsible or had any business sense. Did you see an upturn when social media showed up in your in your numbers? Because you were you oh were, yeah you were oh, still doing yeah. the clubs. I, I don't. I I do nothing for advertising now. Like. I, I, Occasionally, a weekly will you know put a write up in, yeah. But I don't do morning radio. Don't I don't do any morning radio. No, never. Oh, there's so many shows I'd like to hear you on. I, I, I yeah, tell them to move to afternoons. You got to do cow. Are you going to Tampa? Cowhead. I, I no, I just was there when he was getting he was getting roasted the next night. Oh, that's right. But we're I driving you. from another place, and yeah, he is afternoon. But so wait, so so. And this is, I fucking hate that I'm asking you this now. But, like, so, because I only have a recollection of Dane Cook running how clubs looked like they should book people. Well, you only have 6,000 MySpace followers. Why would I have you headline? And I remember going, like, oh, wait, what, what? What are you talking about? 6,000 MySpace? Like, I'm pretty good. And they're like, well, you only have 6,000. Uh, this person has 100,000, so the, now he's headlining. And now I've heard uh, in the podcasting community... 
people pad their numbers of uh, downloads, there's a way to do that. I don't know. Again, I know nothing about this business, but God damn it, that makes so much sense. I'm doing someone's podcast next week who told me they get like 180,000 downloads per uh, per episode, and I was like, I didn't even know you had a podcast. But let me tell you something: 180,000 downloads per episode. I know you have a podcast. Like I know enough about podcasting to know my numbers versus your numbers, and you do not get 180,000. But in the, but instead of I just do you said, have fire? do I have I think fire? I fucking I think, I think I maybe it. I'm sitting on it. I don't know. Did I put it in my pocket? I might have. Oh, I just, might have just had it in my hand. By the way, this is this is, in my opinion, the beauty of podcasting, is me and you looking for a lighter. Did I put it in my pocket? Where the fuck would that lighter have gone? I, I have a hold, hold on, everybody. Hey, Doug, will you entertain anyone? Hey, oh, I was going to go piss. I was going to go to the sneaky potty. Oh, can I? Good. That's where I pissed. Don't let Leanne see you. All right. We're back. We didn't stop. By the way, this is the beauty of podcasting, in my opinion, is I don't have any commercials. <laughs> hey, guys, if, you wanna, if you're looking for stamps, you got to go to stamps.com. They can help you mail stuff. Yeah, the post office is completely out of stamps. If you're looking for stamps, the only place you can get them in the internet day and age is at stamps.com. Yeah, hey, you know that rent bill? Don't try to mail it without a stamp from stamps.com because the post office doesn't do that shit anymore. Stamps.com. Yeah. Kill a hooker? Need to mail it to a friend? Yeah. Stamps.com. Stamps.com. I have no. Do you have advertising you can, your And you know what? If you get caught with that dead hooker, LegalZoom. LegalZoom.com. <laughs> LegalZoom. <laughs> And if you can't get that hooker pleasure, go to adamandeve.com. There's so many fucking... It's interesting who's chosen it's, it's, to advertise. It's in my closing bit. Are you uh, serious? I'll, yeah. Adamandeve.com. It's a gift so naughty we can't mention it on the air. You're on fucking uncensored satellite radio. Yeah, tell us exactly what sure. you use them for. Yeah, I'm not going to do my closer right here. Hey, you burned your closer on that Chrysler podcast. <laughs> Whatever. So wait, let's go back. I want to talk about pre... Internet comedy because I can't believe I've this never. This is the last bastion of fire. When you break out the uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the long stemmed grill lighter, <laughs> grill lighter. I got the grill. That's the last fire in your house. That is the letter. That is. And I, and you I, start I, beating stones together <laughs> when this is out of fluid. I got a knife and a flint. Um, so that's so crazy. So like. Were there people that were good on radio that then just got bumped up to headliner because they were good on radio? I don't even know if it was a matter of drawing. Like, at that point, clubs would rely on free passes and shit, and people would just show up. Comedy was kind of... The 90s was... It was such a weird time to do comedy because it was the Great Depression, after the boom of the 80s, yeah. when I started, I stepped on stage on, in 1990, and they go, yeah, comedy's done. <laughs> really? At, at, when I started doing it, there was still primetime comedy. You know, Fox, primetime stand-up. Yeah. Stand-up network comedy. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember the name of... Uh, anyway, there was a bunch, and then it all died. You can't name 
one comedian that got famous from stand-up comedy in that decade, except for maybe Jeff Foxworthy. Really? Chris Rock? Well, yeah, but he, Chris Rock you, you took knew a him from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You didn't know him from stand-up. The entire decade, no one. You, you, you might, Jim Carrey, well, you, you know him from movies. He did stand-up, but you didn't know that. Yeah. Did you ever meet Kinnison? No, I, I never met any of the fucking, even Carlin I missed. I met Carlin one time outside uh, Boston Comedy Club. He came walking by. I want, I want to say with Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Yelp. It was Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> he was fucking 22. <laughs> and, he, and he physically passed the torch. Yeah. <laughs> it was Jimmy Fallon. No, it was Jimmy. Uh, who's Jimmy Miller? Is Car- it Jimmy Miller? Carlin passed a lit torch to Jimmy Fallon <laughs> and grabbed his heart and died. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, I, I don't know, I, I, I just watched one of the things he did, and it was some lip sync thing, and it was so entertaining, I went, just do more of that shit. I want to see you just fuck around on stage. I don't need to see you interview a fucking diplomat. Like, I want to just see you do whatever you think's funny. Don't do what the network thing's funny. Me and Becker, we're living here. Jimmy Fallon is a new kid in town. Really? He has one act that he does, the troll doll. He brings a troll doll on stage. This is a young kid. He's a sweetheart of a kid, too. Yeah. So you couldn't fuck with him. But he'd bring a troll doll on stage and then a horrible British accent. We're doing auditions for the new jingle for the troll doll. And then he'd go into, and uh, U2 is first. And he'd go, you know, whatever the popular U2, troll doll. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And there's no joke. It's just he's doing a really good song. Yeah. Mr. Jones and me, but it's Troll Doll and me, Counting Crows. <laughs> oh, Troll really? Doll and me, we're going to be good yeah. friends. And the fucking whitest audience in the world are heaving laughing. Yeah. And me and Becker are sitting in the back of the room going, what is the... F- what the fuck are they laughing at? Like, we don't understand comedy all of a sudden. <laughs> like, these people... We're comics and the, these people are, like, dropping out of their fucking chairs laughing yeah. at just... Nothing. This is like so nothing. But he's a nice kid. So we're at this uh, party. I think the place was called Farfalla or something. We're at some industry after hours. Not after hours, but I think I remember party. Farfalla. It's not Farfalla, but it was across from Yukon Mining Company. Yeah, I, I know Farfalla. It's not that. Anyway, we're at, it's a bunch of comics and industry, and it's some party for something. And there's a chick named Randy. We're sitting there talking about it. this guy doesn't have any fucking jokes, and people die laughing. But he has n- zero substance. There's nothing there. And this Randy chick comes back a little while later and says, "I don't know if you know that I'm his manager." But I told Jimmy what you said because I've been telling him the same thing. And he's like, no, no, don't tell me. That's not how we meant this to be. <laughs> we liked the kid. Yeah. And then he came over like, he's all sad. And like, what? I didn't mean it in a bad way. God. And yeah, so she's no longer his manager. <laughs> and he's. Uh, I almost want to say I think I know who Randy is. I think I met Not a lot her. of chicks named Randy. I think I know who you're talking about. There was a handful of girls that. Were uh, were I said girl? Let me let me start that over. Fuck! I'm so offend- worried about offending gals, holes, <laughs> open manholes. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Oh, there's a bunch of open manholes that, like, that were in comedy. Like at, like right when I started, that were like running 
like management, but they were also casting directors also. Like, uh, like do you remember Roxanne Davis? Maybe. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I drive around town. I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. Now I remember a thing. Do you feel like L.A. is more your home or Boston? No, I, I, I left Massachusetts. I, ne- I was never a Boston guy. I grew up in Worcester, and I left as soon as I was old enough to leave. I started in Vegas, moved to Phoenix, and then I just lived out of my car. I never had, I never came up with anyone. Really? I ca- yeah, I, I always kind of feel left out of comedy, not ever having. Vegas was a vacuum, uh, open mic, because the strip clubs would never, the clubs on the strip wouldn't touch locals. They get all their talent from L.A. Yeah. So you didn't go to the f- local Funny Bone. I keep saying Funny Bone like I'm plugging them. <laughs> but yeah, so I moved to Phoenix to actually get work. Yeah. And at that point comedy was dissipating. David Spade was the scene and those guys all left. So all those guys oh, okay. so and then all the clubs started closing and I went on the road doing triple gigs. So I never had like I never did a triple gig. I never did a tri- triple gig and I always felt like I didn't experience the road the way most guys did because everyone's got this horrific. I don't even know the guy, but everyone's got a triple gig story. I, on Christmas this year, uh, drove 2,500 miles to a gig in Winnemucca. I left Christmas morning. I was panicked. I had said the wrong thing. I didn't stifle myself on Christmas Eve. And I outed a friend, friend of mine to his mother. Are you serious? And I woke up with shame. And I, I'm still on Tribble's mailing list for some reason. And there was a December 26th gig in Winnemucca, Nevada, which is as close to the middle of nowhere as you can get. Yeah. It's the fucking outback of America. It's yeah. the Alice Springs, Cooper Penny. Fucking. <laughs> so I woke up with shame and I took my f- favorite road dog of the two. And I snuck her in the car and I drove fucking 1,300 miles to Winnemucca, Nevada. As Over a course of two days, just to see what poor prick had to play there the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I bought them drinks. Are you serious? Yeah. Do you realize what that means? Like what every comic that just heard that, that means that who yeah, you Yeah, but are? I think to those guys, I looked like I looked to Bill Burr when I showed up this morning. I was just some no! rambling fucking like, guy in a leisure suit just walked into this casino in Winnemucca and watched all our shows. <laughs> Sat in the back. Yeah, I sat in the back. I did that with the... I asked one of the guys if I could do a guest set, and he goes, are you a local? And I go, yeah, kind of. Oh. You say, I, it's the bill's pretty full. Oh. <laughs> I asked if I could do a spot on Jason Collins' show, Driving Down the Coast, and he was doing a one-nighter, and it turned out that was the only place we could eat. And he's a comic from, like, Valencia. And I was like, uh, and I showed up, and I was with my whole TV crew. It was the only place you could eat, and they're like, we have a comedy show, I hope. You're okay with that? And I was like, oh, who's the headliner? And he's like, Jason Collins. I go, I know him. I go, hey, can I do a guest set? And the guy's like, sorry, buddy. And I was like, in my head, I so badly want to go, I have a fucking TV crew with me. Yeah, like, but yeah I, it was kind of, it was, it, it kind of hurt a little bit. <laughs> what is a comic? Like, yeah. It's a comic. Uh, yeah. It's like, I think this uh, bill's pretty full. So, hey, I have to ask you, uh, wait, let me just check. 137. So if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. What, uh, have you ever talked to Stroop? That's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. When I said, "Yeah, you're one guy in Columbus, Ohio." No, no, he's probably still pissed off. I don't think he's as pissed off as you think. But for a time, he was. <laughs> for a time, he definitely was. Yeah, yeah. For a time, he definitely was. We've actually, I've actually talked to him about you. I think he's kind of like 
I don't know. I, I'm not going to speak for Stroop, but I don't think I think he kind of, you know, as a as a first of all, yeah, it was all vitriol against the guy. I was arguing. It's a long story. I was arguing with a guy on the internet. Dave Stroop fired Mitch Hedberg, or told him he had to dumb down the middle after yeah. he had already done several Letterman. The middle was, was because he had, short, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got into an argument with another comedian online about who's right in this situation. Is yeah. the club owner right? Of course, I'm on Mitch's side. Course, yeah, and uh, and I think and I think I think even Stroop, looking in hindsight, goes it was Mitch Hedberg. You know, I, I don't know. I, it's not the the point is what I wrote to the other comic was not in the a, spirit of comedy. Like, well, he wasn't in the room because he had to take care of his kid. I'm like, fuck him and his kid. I hope his kid dies. I hope his kid has a shunt put in his head and bleeds pus in his arms while you run around the club blowing a kazoo. Whatever his closing bit was, he was a hack comic. Oh, Kevin, the, oh not Kevin, the, I was like, Dave Kevin didn't have a closing bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm arguing with the comic. So yeah. the vitriol is aimed at the comic. And then I'd, I was new to the internet, didn't know that that stuff... Uh, Got everywhere. Yeah. Would you Would you, Would you? you ever go back to Columbus and do Columbus if he offered you a weekend? No, I'd do a, I'd do a night. Really? Yeah. Like you'd do a night in, at the... Well, at boat? this point, his kid is fucking old enough to go to the show. That's think, how old this beef is. Yeah. I think his kid's like a fucking pro wrestler or something. God, I still hope he has a shunt in his head. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I wrote that. Yeah. I, the, uh, I, think I, I, I misunderstand a shunt. I think I think Stroop would have you back at the club. I bet you'd sell the fuck out of tickets too. Yeah, I can't remember where we played last time in Columbus, but uh, yeah, I've, I talked to him one night over one morning over breakfast about it. So it's like it's like one of those one of the it's like you you have a list of you have a list of comedy folklore following you around. It's it's more that he was and I said this he was the guy that said I don't think you're ready to headline yet. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I do this and that, and yeah. Like, why are you the one sole judge in a, an entire? How, how Columbus has a fucking hockey team? It's, it's going to be a million people, and yeah. you're the guy that decides who's ready to headline. What yeah. do you know? You fucking know how to raise a kid. Yeah. Fucking hunch. This dog shits a lot. She does. It's the pain pills. She's addicted to pain pills. She really is. She really is. My goal is to get you and Stroop back together and you have you play the funny bone. I'm one not time. against it. I love making up. I think I, think, I love a beef, but I love making up more. I'll be there too. I'm going to do we're going to do a a, a, a co-headlining show me and you All right. at the Columbus Funny oh, Bone. We'll do a How you know about what? this? I'm going to pick got, you. What? I'm going to pick you. That's we For forgot my spiral? To, no, no, I got Andy Andrews as my spiral out pick and you're my fourth. Oh, I'll take it. Well, then you're my fourth ah. and Joey Diaz is my spiral. That's. I was hoping you were going to say yes, that. Yes. There's My like, tour sounds fucking awesome. There sounds. There's. I think three people that I can name that are just automatically funny by talking. Just. You don't need an act. You can talk. It doesn't have to make sense. You talk. It's funny. Joey, Joey Diaz, Diaz, Andy Andrist, and I can't remember the third. Joey Diaz. Matt is, Becker always, but he's yeah, he's not a professional. He's yeah. He's yeah. got his own racket going. Joey Diaz is one of my favorite human beings. Like the way he sees things is very matter of fact. He doesn't really can't go to it, but he does things you don't expect of him. Like I my favorite Joey Diaz story is like is uh, is one of those moments where you don't even want to share it because you don't want to cheapen the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, stories that tell well and stories like, that you had to be there. Exactly. Like it was just one of those beautiful moments where you you saw him for who he was, a really just sensitive guy who just wants to hang out and just be friends. 
and not and he, and he's not the guy that everyone thinks him to be and and he's showing that to my daughters and my wife with his daughter and his wife and you're like and you're just like what a fucking real guy he is and no one gets to see that it's like getting to see it's like when I'm sure it's like when when fucking John Travolta asks the guy to blow him in the fucking 747 <laughs> it's like, you know you're like not, but not as gay but like you know what i mean you're like well this is interesting he's uh, again he's got fucking manners that guy was raised with manners that i have where yeah no he's not a dick yeah he'll he'll he'll, he'll shove about in a ruckus but he shows up at your house he's not going to come crashing through yeah. Knocking down doors. It's going to come in with manners. Nice to meet you. The best is he came to my house one t- last Easter. Not this last Easter. Bonnie earmuffs. That's what he used to call my mother. Bonnie, Bonnie earmuffs because she would fucking talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, give, she'll give you ear beating fucking Bonnie earmuffs and her cats. <laughs> he came and gave my dad edible marijuana two Christmas Easter's ago. And like my dad had no clue what he'd taken and. Just ate a handful of fucking popcorn. I go, Dad, that's got marijuana in it. My dad's like, oh, really, buddy? There's no, there's no way. It's popcorn. And Joey's just giggling like, ha, ah, cocksucker, we're going down a hat. We're going down a hole. And then I fucking was like, well, I'm not going to let my dad go by himself. So I took a handful. And then we did a podcast about it. And we just sat in a room. And then and then randomly this uh, woman who's a fr- my, my friend of my family's uh, had is the one who wrote When Heaven and Earth Changed Places. It's an Oliver Stone movie about Vietnam. She just walked in the man cave because she's here because her family's here. And someone says, what's the worst thing she, you've ever seen? She just grabs the mic. She goes, my brother was thrown out of a helicopter. And everyone's like, everyone's high as giraffe pussy just going, motherfucker. Like, this is not how this day was supposed to go down. This is Easter. Gee, fucking no wonder. I wish every conversation started like that. My brother was thrown out of a fucking. Yeah. And then we fucking boil down to how's the weather. I think I used to do a bit about that. But yeah, that's how it should end. <laughs> Hey, by the way, I'm getting an Uber. Nice weather, though. I know we started with that fucking screaming body dropping from a helicopter. So now your tour, let's go back to the draft. Your tour, would it be on a tour bus? Would it be everyone meets up in cities? No, tour bus for sure. Yeah. Tour buses are fucking, they're not. If it's a tour, to have your own tour bus. One tour bus, or does everyone get their own? No, or do you do no, that's the whole point. One people tour bus. who have a tour bus when it's just them. What the fuck? Why do you need all that? You want friends there? Would you ever think about doing a tour bus? I don't have that kind of scratch. I think Bill Burr when did the math. I think it's not as expensive as I. I, I it's not. It's not I, as expensive I, as I'm everyone. I'm hearing said. myself slurring, and I don't have headphones. So. I'm hearing myself slurring, and I'm. But yeah, no, they're, they're not that expensive. So yeah. Just do a one-off. What's that dumb, fucking, horrible movie? Last Vegas. Oh, with the old man. Yeah, just to do like one tour of fucking piers and do fucked up places. Yeah. Do the armory, dude, in Carney, uh, Nebraska. Grassroots tours. I just think just one run of you know, fourteen nights. Whatever makes your money back. Or even seven nights. And just break even. Just do one tour just bus. Just to be in a fucking tour bus with five guys. Oh, I'd fucking love it. I would fucking love and it. And rotate the fucking cast every night. But play small venues. You know what would be a fun towns. tour is the tour bus tour. Where you get one tour bus and that just goes. And guys shop, sub in and out every fucking four days. Every That's five days. a fantastic days. idea. The tour bus tour. And you, I'm sure Comedy Central does something like that, but it's all the people on their network. Do you watch some of the comics? Oh, yeah, that's a rumor I have to verify. But it, I heard 
I, I, maybe I shouldn't say shit. I shouldn't say shit. Wait, uh, 146.25. Go ahead, say it. I'll take it out if you want me to take it out. It's a, it's a rumor out there. I okay. can say a fucking rumor. You can say a rumor. Yeah, uh, that uh, Sirius Radio is going to start only uh, putting Comedy Central acts on their fucking network. It's impossible. And blue chip comics, which I don't know what that means. What's a blue That's chip comic? I don't even know. But I, yeah, I get some fucking st- calls going. I'm I'm fucking in the fight. <laughs> There's well, that's and from the, from the other camp. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in the fight. You're fucking. Wait, why comics. would they only put? Are you talking about? I don't a- know if it's bullshit or not, or if people are overreacting to some. And maybe I'm a blue chip comic. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely. I don't know a blue what that means. Comic. I guess that's the guys. I'm not I, a blue I, chip I comic. I'm not, and I'm not a Comic Central comic. I, well, Just means a blue people chip that are, comic. Uh, maybe no one is. Yeah, I guess the, I'm maybe sure it's that. like Johnny Walker blue. <laughs> no one, no bar has that. You have to order that online. <laughs> What's your drink? Vodka. Vodka always. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I switched uh, at one point when I quit smoking for a year. Yeah, I said I'm going to stop drinking beer and start drinking vodka, so I don't get so fat. So I was drinking vodka cranberry. Not, I never looked up the calorie count. <laughs> I don't. I'm getting fatter. I mean, I'm drinking juice. It's fruit juice. That's going to be you sound better like, than you beer. You sound like Homer Simpson investing in pumpkin patches. The stock I'm, was climbing up till October. <laughs> Do you ever like catch yourself being so fucking stupid about one subject where you go, I'm not a dumb person, but there's things yes. that you just don't know and you assume are right. Yeah. I, and yeah, I thought cranberry juice is, no, it's wicked calories. <laughs> it's got more than beer probably. Yeah, way, way more than beer. <laughs> and the sugars are through the fucking, and they're simple sugars. I didn't know I got fat. Because the way I quit smoking that time <laughs> is by doing nothing but drinking and taking Xanax and sleeping on a couch and eating a lot. And I wore pajama pants because I'm at home. All I wear at home is pajamas. So I didn't even know I got fat because I don't have mirrors and I'm not wearing pants. So when I went to go back on the road, I go, honey, my pants don't fit anymore. She's like, yeah, because you're a giant, gross, obese, fat fuck. <laughs> well, tell me now, two months of laying on the couch to quit smoking. I'm all proud of myself. <laughs> I went out in overalls on the road. Are you serious? Until yeah. my manager said, don't do that. No overalls. You're not Greer Barnes. Uh, <laughs> that's, it's, it's disgusting to look at you. Please. The, uh, it's like I, Elvis. Elvis's diet went right before he died. Was uh, popsicles? He's like popsicles, man. Popsicles, got him fucking fruit juice in him. Fruit juice, popsicles, and so all he ate was popsicles. And it's fucking like him becoming diabetic, and he's just sitting in bed eating popsicles and drinking speed, eating speed, just eating popsicles. And I remember hearing that going, like that does seem like a diet that would make sense. Popsicles, like yeah. Well, how bad could a popsicle be? Yeah, it's ice and fruit. Yeah, you're staying hydrated. Yeah, makes total sense. My dad was, uh, my dad did speed for a while, not knowing that that was bad for you. But was it in popcorn? No, it was no. Joey Diaz there? No, it was I think a your doctor. dad has a lot of excuses. It was a doctor who was prescribing him the second Fen and Fen Fen, which is just speed. And he shedded so much fucking weight. I mean, he lost so much weight. And at one point, one it was another Easter, oddly enough, that I came home off the road, no show Sunday. I land early Sunday morning. We go to an Easter party, and I'm, I'm drunk, and I'm tired. My dad goes, buddy, take one of these pills. You wake right up. I go, Dad, I think I'm fine. He goes, no, 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 trust me. I'm telling you, they keep me focused. And I take one, 
And within fucking an hour, I'm at an Easter party telling a girl why she should get pregnant. Like, because you're getting old. And, and I'm like, oh, someone can't, needs to turn my mouth off. And, 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 my dad, and I'm like, Dad, you're taking speed. And he's like, no, it's not. Come on. I sit at a table for days. I just work. I'm like, yeah. I go, you ever fold your laundry? He's like, yeah, all the time. I was like, it's fucking speed. <laughs> Did you ever fold your laundry? That's exactly. But, yeah, he took it for a while. And he lost a ton of weight. And then he stopped taking it and just put it back on. Yeah, it's uh. You get to an age where you go, all right, there's a trade-off either way. Do I want to be happy or fat or yeah. alert or funny? Or I want to be, I want to be just healthy and healthy enough so that I can keep drinking. My blood pressure can stay good, and then I can like every now and then do some physical activity and work out and not hurt myself. Because right now I'm just hurting myself every time I do something physical. Like I hurt my back, I hurt my left arm. I get a fucking pull of muscle in my groin, and I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, all not, or nothing. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to do all the exercise in the world today. Yes. Blow out everything. Like you were in ninth grade. Move. Like you were in ninth grade and you're like, my tits hurt. Oh, it's called doing push-ups. All yeah. right, here we go. I feel like I'm fucking there. Yeah. That's, uh, are you chewing? No, I'm just spitting. You just spit? The south. Are you a baseball player? Yeah. Really? It's like one of those things. It's like a habit. Why is that a baseball thing? It disgusts me. I don't know. Georgia does it. Thing. Georgia does it when she plays softball. She'll spit. Because I do it. As soon as I put a baseball glove on, I start spitting. But only baseball players do that. It's uh, a fucking grotesque Southern habit. kids. Southern kids learn how to spit at a very well, young age. The Chinese age. do it. But I'm saying in really? sports. Oh, yeah. The Chinese. Yeah. Are, uh, oh, I got a great story off the air. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's can this goddamn all right. podcast. All right, let's wrap we it have up. Better stories. So we off have the air. we have uh, this is uh, this is part of the two parter that you've listened to. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Stamps. I love stamps. <laughs> you know what? To tell you the truth, I don't give a fuck where they come from. If I have to lick them, I'll lick them. I love a stamp, but a stamp right in my house. <laughs> Call the post office. They'll mail you stamps. <laughs> The credit card or get stamps <laughs> or stamps.com just as long as you use stamps and mail things because I don't check my email. This <laughs> I wrote you a letter. How come you didn't get it? Yeah, I love letters. Hey, this podcast is brought to you uh, by Bingo, my girlfriend at 212 Van Dyke Street, Bisbee, Arizona. <laughs> Steal some shit from work and mail it to Bingo. Mail it to Bingo. Uh, Doug, I appreciate you doing man. this, man. This has been <laughs> I'm fucking well in the bag. I'm fucking... I think it lived is, up to what everyone was looking for it to be. Everything I was looking for it to be, oh. and I'm the only one that counts, and you. Oh. And fuck your listeners and my listeners. <laughs> Click. <laughs> love you guys. Love you, Doug. I love you. <laughs> This episode was brought to you by The Machine.